<laughs> this is great, is great banter. It really is. Yo! <laughs> Welcome back, world, to another episode of Banterific. Uh, Podcast for the people, conversation for the culture. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This your boy Zim here, y'all already know, a.k.a. The Great Bear, a.k.a. Porch Poppy, a.k.a. Mr. Keep That Same Energy, Ben, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Uh, oh, fuck me. I'm just- I had to do it. I had to do it. I'm sorry. I don't apologize, but I'm you sorry. Just, you just apologized, so you, what you just said Saying was, I'm sorry doesn't, isn't really an apology, though. It, it is, because you said I'm sorry, and what is I'm sorry? An apology. I don't think it's an apology. It is. It, I mean, the the phrase I'm sorry is an apology. It depends on how you say it, if it, if I can take it as an apology. Well, don't take Don't take it as an apology, then. Damn. A.K.A. one half of the short motherfucking savages. We coming for y'all. A.K.A. Shit, I might have to disband because you just said some disrespectful <laughs> things to me and I don't like it. <laughs> Is that all my... Oh, <laughs> A.K.A. Let me see if I get this one right. A.K.A. The, the prettiest thick chocolate nigga around. You already know. Okay. You already know. A.K.A. Right. There we go. Pretty. This is a pretty guy here. A.K.A. And it's your boy Jason Up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's a long ass pause. <laughs> then I realized I was like, he didn't even say who he was yet. <laughs> Hell no. I was gonna see if you were gonna catch it. But AKA you know, I caught it. I just didn't say shit because I was like, <laughs> I was like, AKA oh, Jason Up. AKA Kineki KB. AKA the man with the scythe. AKA the other half of the short savages. AKA the little nigga that can dress. AKA shit, I'm going to practice Tuesday. AKA <laughs> Man. Sound like, sound like you ain't know if you was or not. Man, shit, let's get this paper. Can you explain to the people what the man with the scythe means? Or why can't you just say it in simple terms? Because I'm like pretty to sure call at this my point. Dick scythe. Okay. The fuck? And I don't want to say banana or eggplant. That, that's cliche to me. I'm going to say scythe because I, I get to the point. I be striking these these pelvises, these these. Well, what is a scythe? Is that a sword? A scythe is what, what, what people... You no, know, like, it's basically, like, used as, like, a hoe. Uh-huh. But a hoe... <laughs> but <laughs> it's used to, like, help crops. I mean, cut the crops down and yeah, shit like yeah. that. It's a scythe. So your dick is a hoe? No, my, you... no, no, no. My dick is a scythe, not a hoe. A, a hoe and a scythe are two different things. Like, okay. the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, he had oh, a scythe. Oh, yeah, you explained that to us. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, it's okay. a scythe. Okay, okay, okay. So your dick killing bitches. Nah. It just make them crazy after. Okay. <clears throat> So your dick is Adderall, basically. No, nah, more like ecstasy, but like oh, shit. times like fifty. Oh shit! Yeah. Damn, I'm trying to. You when don't. You want said to. that shit. You ever seen Bad Boys? Uh, which one, which Bad Boys is it? When they in the club and they taking ecstasy? It's, it's not. Like, it's not. It, it, was it in the club or was it like they was investigating some dead bodies? Well, no, no. Like, that's the second part. I'm talking about the first time when they in the club and that girl take ecstasy and then they throw her body out in the fucking rain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. the same thing though when yeah. they was investigating the dead bodies. That's all I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so today's episode of Banterific yeah is sponsored by Born to Great Fitness. Okay, Born to be Great in this bitch. A black-owned fitness brand created by two young entrepreneurs, Azim Bernard and Star McClinton. Oh, wow. Who have a passion for all things fitness and health. Mm. Born to be Great Fitness prides themselves on offering great training services online, in person, and now virtual training. Bro, my titties hurt. It's pretty fine. <laughs> 
virtual training for an affordable <laughs> price. This nigga here. I'm sorry. Reaching your goals have never been this easy. Let them help you reach your body goals this spring by heading over to our Instagram at btbgfit and DMing us to get started on your journey to greatness. Remember, you were born to be great. Great. So and whenever somebody asks you, hey, how'd you do that? Just be like, greatness. That's all you got to say. You be like, greatness. <laughs> That's all you got to say, Neat. All right, so get right into the shits. Mm, right. Dumb fucks of the week. You dumb fuck. You dumb fuck. You dumb fuck. You dumb fuck. Dumb fucks of the week. 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 My dumb fuck of the week goes to Rosemont High School and their principal, John Willershine. So if y'all go to our Instagram right now while you're listening to us and go to the episode, not the episode, the video of, it's basically like this these students making out with their parents. So John Willersham and Rosemont High School and the whole staff there decided they were going to prank their students <laughs> And make them make out with their parents. I just don't understand what what part of this is a prank. Like I don't <laughs> understand. Like for real this shit. Is like trauma. I really tried to think about it. I'm like, bro, would I ever even think about doing some goofy <laughs> shit like this and calling it a prank? Like making huh? out with your parents. Uh, I don't know what in the hillbilly orgy five part three section two is going on here. That shit wild, son. But their principal, he he issued an apology. And they were all like, laughing after, bro. Oh laughing, God, and they were acting like bro. it was like the most lighthearted discussion shit. It's like, you ever seen them uh, videos of people like reaching the box blindfolded? Yeah. They're acting like it was a prank like that. Yeah, that's like, literally oh, like not that's it. That's nothing compared that's to this. Just, maybe if I was kissing somebody else's parents, I guess. I guess, maybe. yeah, if you want to put it like that. Maybe, that's still kind of no, weird. I'm kissing my mama. That shit's not a prank. And then in the video, one of the moms made her son grab her ass. Just yeah, to, I saw that just shit. For, just to amp the, just to amp the, the antics even the, more. The amp the incest. That's right. what that is. <laughs> amp now, the fucking incest. The like, incest. Y'all motherfuckers is dirty. For, that, that, that's like a message, bro. Just think about that shit, bro. The fact that they, they think that this is a prank. Why does this prank... I don't even understand why he apologized. Who? Who apologized? The principal, John Willishine. Oh, no. That's what y'all do over there. I know that for a fact now. Like, y'all fuck what each you, other. What are you apologizing for? Yeah, you know, after I was you smashing my mom, shit up. my girlfriend called me up and she was like, hey, you want to you fuck? I'm like, no, I'm fucking my mom now. I'm going to fuck my mom right now. Her <laughs> lips are like juicy. When the dude, the dude uh, in the uh, video, he fuck, was like, bro. it was like, what did you feel? Fuck. He said, oh, I felt luscious lips. Like, oh. oh, my God. Then in the end, his mom, they told him, they told everybody, oh, you just made out with your parents. And he was like, ah, oh, like, like real lighthearted, like, <laughs> oh, oh no. man, like, nigga, what? The fuck? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> man, so my dumb fuck of the week goes to Principal John Willisham and the staff and anyone who had anything to fucking do with this incest hillbilly fucking porno. Fucking Stupid. rose my high school. I'm not gonna let you get the chance. I'm not gonna let you get the chance to kiss anybody with your mom. Fag. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. So wait, what did you say? I said, I said fag. But don't say that. No, nah, yeah, bro. I was like, it, it, bro. Bro, it's not a joke. It's not, it out, bro. I know. I bro. <laughs> it's not it's, funny. It's not fact, funny. Yo, it's we got starring here recording. We got starring here recording. This funny. is the funny pack that he looked over and said, I'm bro, sorry. I'm sorry. Because, like, it just slipped out, bro. Because I always Don't say, be sorry, ho. Be careful. <laughs> we care about Damn, the LGBTQ chill. people. 
Chill. Yes, we do. I, I do. I was just talking if about this say, in class today. If you say faggot in closed doors, you still don't give a fuck. That's the simple, that's the part about it. All right, I'll hold my. Bro, we all make I'll jokes, bro. I hope. I bro, mean, we, I do say it, but it's not like I don't like just address. But we're not gonna sit right here and act like everybody you know don't saying? say jokes in private. I mean, I do, but like I just say like I say it for the sake of the joke and not just yeah, like just to say, say it. You, you feel me? Pri- I'm not mad or anything. I'm just saying if you say a joke in private, yeah. If you say faggot in private, you can't correct them on the mic. I mean, it's a contradiction. But it's not a contradiction. We not. We gonna get into my dumb fuck. So, my dumb fuck <laughs> of the week goes to gas station employee harassing. Gracia Morgan, because she was speaking Spanish to another uh, associate. So, this is in San, San Jose, California, and this droopy-faced white lady was mad at this chick, Gracia, right? So, Gracia came into the gas station and picked up a few items, then proceeded to the cashier to uh, buy them. She then shared a conversation in her native tongue with the employee in the front of the register. The other employee said that they need to speak English because it's America. She then started America. to say very harsh remarks and asking the lady to prove her citizenship. So basically, in the video, um, Gracia had uh, went into the store or whatever, got some stuff, walked up to the cashier. The cashier was already there. She was just kicking shit. Uh-huh. There was um, she noticed. I guess they just had a connection and they just started talking within their native tongue or whatever. And then there's this droopy faced white lady. Just came from the back and just said, "Hey, um, I don't like how y'all talking. You ain't just speaking English. It's America, America." And then Gracie was like, "The fuck!" Like even the employee like looked back and was like, "Yo, word, like, okay." <laughs> imagine her. Imagine him stop speaking Spanish. Like, and then yo, word, you serious? You for real? You want to shut the fuck up? She go from Spanish to New York like fast. Hey, yo, son, you see dead ass, speak dead ass. You want me to speak English, son? But nah, so like the droopy faced lady had um after uh Gracia said no because she was like like what it's not even talking to you. She basically hit her with the this is an A B conversation, see your way out type shit. And then the lady was like, No, this is my place, I work here. You know what, you need to prove your uh, citizenship. Where show me your birth certificate, show me that you're not a um um a alien. Tell me that you're not an immigrant. That shit's so fucking Yeah, funny. I was like, damn calling like, people illegal aliens. And she just kept going on and on. She like in as the um the video went on and shit, the lady kept getting closer and closer, and before you knew it, she was pointing fingers in her face and shit, and calling that's her. That's how you get knocked the fuck out. But I'm surprised she didn't, bro, because uh, Gracie was talking like she was about to throw them hands on the low, but then you know she was Yo. like, you know what, I'm a dignified woman. I'm gonna just pay for my stuff and leave. I mean, I, I, there's not a lot of videos of Hispanic people fighting. I was just thinking about that. Shit, that that's not what World Star Fight Comp say. <laughs> 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 That's not what we're no, I'm just saying, like, say. like these maybe <laughs> <laughs> hooking, boy. Bruh, <laughs> I know, I'm, I know, I know a group of five people that have been in those videos consistently, <laughs> consistently What's fighting. It, uh, My, uh, Miles, Miles, uh, Miles was in there. Uh, no, 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 he wasn't in there. He had submitted a video that mm-hmm. got in there of that girl getting beat up to the point where she pissed herself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the girl, the girl, that, that the girl, I think it was his girlfriend, his girlfriend no, no, beat that, that bitch up. No, 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 that wasn't his girlfriend because oh. that's uh, that's one of my family friends, Jamisha. Oh damn, I'm. So She's sorry. been on World Star at least five times for beating beat people up. up. Oh, no, for beating people, people up. Woo, gee, woo. Thank the Lord. She need the box. Like, dead ass. Like, oh, me. Oh, nah, fuck the boxing shit. If she beating b- bitches up on the street like that, she need to go ahead and go to Miss Mar- MMA. If fuck you the lose your bowels, if you lose the control to your bo- <laughs> you don't, people don't she's understand. She's literally beating the piss out of females, bro. You can get extra money. If you get into a car accident and you pee on yourself, that's extra money. Yeah, for sure. 
she's beating bitches to the point where her hands are like a car accident. <laughs> this bitch is beating people up. You know the commercials with the truck. If you've been in a truck accident, yeah. she beating bitches up to the point where they calling them numbers like, <laughs> yes, I've been, in ac- I've been in a freak accident. I need help. They're going to have a commercial like, yes, have you ever been into a fight with Jamisha? <laughs> have you been in a fight with Jamisha? Do you want to sue? We can't help you. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It was mutual combat. If we, <laughs> it was mutual. <laughs> All right, you so man, getting into our moments of excellence. The determination to achieve excellence in your various fields of endeavor. My moment of excellence goes to twelve-year-old Monte Scott. He's a Michigan State, Michigan, Michigan fucking state. I'm pretty sure one day he will probably go to Michigan State. Probably, you know, twelve-year-old Michigan boy fixing potholes. Oh, I want to start preaching this too. Y'all don't have to go to fucking college, by the way. I'm gonna start preaching that. Every time I get on this fucking mic. Unless you need to, unless you want to be a doctor or maybe a lawyer. Something that just requires Something that, that requires the shit. Fuck that shit. You don't have to go to college. Right. If you needed a degree to uh, if you continue need... your career or right. pursue your career, of course, go to college. But right. If you're just trying to make money in some sort of different way that really don't uh, like require you to get a piece of paper, yep. then yeah, fuck that Certain shit. Certain pathways don't need college. But back to what I was saying. So 12-year-old Monte Scott, um, there's a video. There was a video of him going around on Facebook fixing potholes. Yeah. I didn't want people like messing up their cars like my mom did because like if somebody were to drive down the street, hit a pothole, mess up their car, spend like six, seven hundred dollars on their car to get it fixed, they would be mad. He shovels some dirt from his backyard, rolls his can up the road, and gets to work. With the little stone, I get some of it and just put it in a pothole and pat it down to make sure it's all even. Then I get some dirt, scoop it and put it into the middle and level it out. Unlike the job, Monty kept quiet about fixing the road. I was at work and um, I got a I got a text message from my niece and she seen the video on Facebook. This little boy is out here fixing the streets. Someone took a video of him working last week and posted it to Facebook. It's now been viewed more than 50,000 times. He didn't ask anybody to do him. He just took it upon himself to do it. And that's just the type of kid he is um, when he sees there's a problem. And he saw that his mom and grandma's tires kept getting flat in their car from hitting them potholes. And you know, here in Atlanta, my nigga, it's a pothole every goddamn 10 steps. Yeah. Fucking, so he saw that his mom and grandma kept getting potholes and their tires kept going flat. Mm. So he took it upon himself. He's a 12-year-old boy. So instead of him going to the house playing video games or going out to play with his friends, He's like, he gets a... Um, I'm about to make a change. Exactly. Takes a fucking trash can, fills it up with rocks and dirt, mm. and then goes around and fills these fucking potholes. So... Monte's mom said that there's like 50 potholes around the area that they're in. Mm-hmm. They said that he fills 15 to 20 of those potholes in about a few hours. Shit, he probably finished all of them in a day, really. But he's probably already finished with them as we're speaking. Ain't it? He probably t- asked his grandma, can you drop me off over here so I can uh, hey, fix Hey, drop me off a mile away. I'm going to fix this shit since the government Ain't and since the city don't want to fix this nah, shit. No, he's going to be like, I'm bored, so I'm just going to help some people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bored. Let me go fill some potholes. Hey, real, hey, real shit. Bruh. If he'd rather do that than play video games, then yeah, I'm pretty I don't think it's a rather thing. I think he's hella sweet, and he's like, like he said, he saw his mom and grandma. Yeah. My nigga, everybody do anything for their grandma, oh, depending, yeah. on, depending on if you like your grandma or not. Everybody, yeah. Not everybody likes their grandma. Man, but if you a person that do love your grandma, you most likely going to do You'll do some shit anything. for her. If, you, if your grandma, oh, man, my tire keeps going flat from these potholes. Damn, I got to find a jack. Damn, I got to, grandma, I got to help my grandma, man, no matter fuck. what age you right, is. watch this. So, what man, you need, grandma? My fucking uh, moment of excellence goes to Monte Scott, you know, 12-year-old Michigan boy. Keep on going. 
Keep being and great. Prosper. Keep being fucking excellent. Oh yeah, and by the way, he's uh blessed, black, and highly favored. Oh so yeah, of course. You already man. know it runs. It runs in our skin. It runs little, in our fucking black DNA. Boy out here doing things for the community, man. We need to see more like that. You already here, know. Cause, you know what I'm saying? Real ATL. You feel me? My moments of excellence goes to Ricky Transformer for making his own screen protector in Haiti. So this is, of course, located in Haiti. And all his screen protectors and pretty much all his uh, products come from Haiti itself. So his screen protector company is called Blinde. And he has a video of him showing how strong his screen protector is by hitting it with a hammer, dropping it on its face, well, face first on the ground, and even scratching it with various objects. So he was scratching it with keys. Uh, dropping bricks on that yeah, shit. Yeah, he was dropping bricks on that Hit bitch. Hit it with a hammer. Uh, he even threw it, like, actually, like, threw that bitch. <laughs> like, for real. Like, that Screen protector on 10. And, like, and it was, only thing that was scratched wasn't even the phone itself. It was literally the was... screen protector. He took it off, and the phone was completely fucking fine. So, I, it, like, like how we say, always on Ben Terrific, <laughs> We promote these uh, black-owned businesses because we have to start supporting one another, of mm-hmm. course. And this is why I chose him for Moments of Excellence because when's the last time you actually heard of a black person creating a screen protector? You feel me? A screen protector company. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, of course, we got to start investing in that and leave all these other... You know what I'm saying? Because we buy ourselves. You feel me, homie? You know what I'm saying? What the, what the fuck is Apple? Yeah, you got that. You got that. What the fuck is the Samsung? You got that thing, cuz, because I need that for the... You know what I'm saying? I don't know what the fuck he's talking about at this point, but... <laughs> You said you got that thing, cuz. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What you got that thing, bro. Well, getting into a little bit of music here. Jason, do you want to introduce your song, buddy? Well, this music break for this episode is called Chanel. It's one of my own... was my first song I have ever dropped ever. It's on my SoundCloud. He's like, he was about to start crying. Shit, I just might because it's it's close to a thousand plays. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw that. That's fine, bro. What? I'm, bruh, when I saw that it was like over eight hundred. Like yesterday, I was like, "Oh my god, bro!" Like I might actually have gotten on to something with this shit. You feel me? Facts. But yeah, so the song is called Chanel. It features my longtime brother since kindergarten, Prometheus Dior, and my longtime friend since high school, Ronda Don Dada. And um, shit. It's produced by Black ass. Mayo. Don't forget to produce. Oh yeah, it was produced by Black Mayo, but we really found the song on YouTube, and he made the beat. But oh, okay. Ron actually uh, mixed and mastered the, our voices and everything. Okay, so what the fuck he do there? Huh? What the fuck Black Mayo? He do made there? the beat. We found the beat on YouTube, and it was made by him. Oh, yeah, I thought, yeah. Oh, I thought he was like a separate person. Well, yeah, I, he is technically speaking. No, no, I'm, I meant like I thought he, like y'all were y'all actually seen him. Oh like, no, he no, was no, there no, with we y'all. Just, no, we just yeah, that's what I, I thought it was like four people, yeah, and he was like, oh, let do. me get the beat. Let yeah. me drive the boat. <laughs> 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 when you're on SoundCloud and shit, or really, yeah, when you're on SoundCloud, if it's not show beat mm. and you didn't buy it, you have yeah. to, you know what I'm saying, give credit. Ah, facts. Well, let's get into Jason's song. Jason, Rana Don, and Prometheus Dior. This is Chanel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Know what I'm saying? Too much drip for your bitch. Baby, let me talk my shit. Number one. Not number two. These chains on me ain't weak I have a new bitch every week Niggas all talk, don't run these streets Yeah, chain on my neck No VVS Well, not yet RPX He was the best Now he can run. Yeah, he got drip, but it ain't like me I have your bitch right here on her knees Shot a pit, turn thought to a queen Running just 
Snapchat beats like they cleat. I was done hurt, bad looking bitter. Now I just smile when I look in the mirror. Only got fam, cause blood run thicker. Real talk on the man, little bitch, I'm that nigga. I'm yeah. with a bad bitch, so I know you can't hit. Uh, uh, nigga, I'm dead. Hell no, I ain't spend a dime on the bitch. Oh, she had to say what she like in my face. Look at my neck, look at my ribs. Yeah, I know you fuck with a drip. Been a real nigga since I was a jit. My trust yeah. having chickens and pies and drip. I laid on the pipe, I just fuck one night. Nigga, y'all Pepsi, I'm tropical spire. That can't feel a test, nigga, I'm always right. I'm passive aggressive, just call me Shook Knight. I'm ducking this still and I'm following my mic. She hitting my line, cause think I got no tights. Spend me a check and I'm getting the bike. You liking my style, but you shouldn't bite. I shoot like McGrady, don't trade it like Katie. I wave a Mercedes, no Lambo, I'm lazy. Got you like a man, don't ask if I'm handy. Good on the beat, no Billy and Mandy. Uh, my fucking run and go ghost like I'm Danny. My drill make them blind, I know they can't stand me. Making them hit, hit. 2019, you might see us winning a Grammy. None of your bitch, I might need me a plan B. Holding the strike, cause that shit come in handy. Get on your bitch and she takes just like candy. Money on me, got a young nigga dancing. Fuck with this set, bitch, yeah. She made me a sandwich, yeah. Incredible sad, bitch, yeah. I'm tryna live like fish, yeah. King of this rap shit, no, he not real, he just actin'. Cheer, aw, oh, fuck. Nigga, keep up, nigga gon' try me, he pressing his luck. I keep the 30 right there with the Glock. These niggas talking, you know they gon' pop. Yeah. I cannot stop, he keep it Glock. That little baby won't give me the slop. After we done, she get the mop. Me and the gang going straight to the top. When we get there, the game is unlocked. Can't fuck with no niggas, you might be some odds. Grew up in the streets, peace in the sheets. Don't fuck with the pillow talk, keep it discreet. Yo, nigga, alright, he looking for cheese. That nigga a clone, but he isn't me. Yo, so that was Chanel by Kaneki KB, Ronda Don, and Prometheus Dior. So, getting into our motherfucking banter. Man, let's talk about this whole Nipsey Hussle. Let's talk about everything Nipsey Hussle and everything that has circulated around with the Nipsey Hussle effect, as I call it. So, recipes to the, the late, great Nipsey Hussle. Sorry that, your life got, sorry that your greatness got cut short by these people that wanted to... You know, everybody got a God in them. Your physical and everybody... body was taken away from us. And I Facts. really do apologize because it was not supposed to happen so early. But please, I ask you to stay with us on this journey. People submit to the God in them and they can submit to the devil in them. And that's what that person decided to do. Uh, Eric to Holder, bitch ass, decided to submit to the devil in them. But it's not just... It's them crackers. <laughs> Could have been, bro. My, bro, my, th- bro, my theory. Y'all see this man face, bro. Oh no, they gonna see it. My theory, my theory still stands on that because they just came out with a new video clip of this dude allegedly saying something to the dude Eric yeah. Holder before it actually happened, and his car was missing. It's a whole lot of shit. I, my, I still stand on my thing of that is way deeper than we see. Yeah, I don't think it's just uh gang violence. I don't think so. I, I don't, don't think, think it's just that. I feel like too many people. The only reason I don't believe in it. And it just being gang violence is because, like, too many people are just saying, okay, yeah, that's right. And they're just trying to, like, down themselves. Yeah. And that's what the white men want us to do, no cap. Mm-hmm. Like, real shit. That's, they yeah. want us to, like, keep being down on ourselves and keep fighting amongst ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, they, they've succumbed to the madness already. Mm-hmm. And, like, damn, I'm not finna do that. If that's what everybody else is doing, of course yeah. I'm not finna do that shit. You feel me? I want to actually, like, 
I'm not trying to try too hard to be different, but just actually looking deeper into the situation. Yeah, like always question me. things. Don't yeah. just accept something. Always question I, bro, I shit, question bro. everything. Like last night when me and Star had actually seen the video, mm-hmm. I was like, why? Because the video only got like 9,000 views. It ain't like went viral. Yeah, because they, they already the fucking dismissed it as yeah, yeah, they gang always, violence. Exactly. They already exactly. dismissed it as, oh, Eric Holder did it? So okay, cool, actually, that was gang violence. When they actually dropped some real shit evidence, they, the, people oh, don't they, care like, oh, no, it already. They already said this happened. Yeah, exactly. Instead of questioning and be like, Okay, so some new evidence came up. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck are we looking at this That'll new evidence? That'll prove that the people who thought it wasn't just gang violence true, and then but you're not gonna pay that no mind because you already classified me as an idiot or a nigga that just don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like I that. honestly, I honestly think that people. I mean, some people, of course, are gonna think that it's gang violence, yeah. but I don't think. I think there's a small part of everyone that doesn't think that this is just gang violence. Believe it. And people are just scared to. Poke that bear. I'm about to say, bear. Don't be scared. To poke People are afraid shit, to poke that bear. That high. That that higher. I'm not gonna, the way I'm saying higher power here is I'm not saying like God or anything, yeah. but that higher power to people that run this shit. Yeah, within the government. You feel like Killer Mike said, he said, "Show me who." Uh, and what's the lyrics? He said, um. He was like, tell me about them people. Tell me about the people that run them people. Tell me about them people that run those people that run those people. Because mm. someone runs somebody that runs that that runs that. Mm, that so if true. we believe that it happened to become a different because of a different reason, yeah. someone had to set that up. And who set who who set that up? Dead ass. So just that. But know, let's get man. into um let's get into let's go ahead and just go kind of dip in it. Okay. And then try to pass it. You gonna dabble with in the it? Kodak Black shit. <laughs> Kodak Black dumbass. Yeah, we was talking about this shit uh, earlier in this week. Oh yeah, y'all. Just a little disclaimer. We here recorded and ep- the, this same episode that we're recording right now. Yeah. We recorded it and we saved it in our iCloud. And then when I checked the iCloud, I got home. It wasn't there. It wasn't there. So Apple, you bamboozled us. I. <laughs> you bamboozled us. So Kodak Black. Hey, man, this is all I'm going to say about this dude, bro. I feel like he should just take a break from social media itself. Probably still make music, but just, like, for real, just take a break. You know how K-Camp did? How he was low-key for a while? Yeah. Like, a real long time, people thought he just, like, fell off, and then he came out with an album, and it, it did pretty fucking well. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he should do, you feel me? Because he just, like, the media has already dismissed him as some dumbass dude who don't know what the fuck he talking about and just mad disrespectful and they they're always gonna see him as that unless he's unless even if he starts to try to change they still just gonna see him as that cause his timing like I don't I don't think that Kodak Black I mean Kodak Black do be saying some wild shit yeah he do he be saying some out there wild (laughs) shit but what he just said like saying the whole oh I'm gonna give her a year to grieve and if I do this if I if I basically if I act like how Nipsey act, maybe mm-hmm. she'll like me. First of all, if we're gonna let's 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 think of let's all change the Kodak Black. So if we can morph right now into <laughs> the face and the body of Kodak Black, let's think like how he did. First of all, Kodak Black started off, um, I'm not sure if it was last year or the beginning of this year, by saying, Oh, I don't want no uh, no dark skinned bitch because they too gutter and I don't want no dark bitch that's gonna look like me. So let's yeah. just think like that. Yeah, First he was of all about his child being uh super fucking black. Right. Not that it matters, but that's what he was worried about. Right. So if we're thinking like that you're black as fuck. So who? Why do you think that if you're preaching that? Why the fuck if you're giving that energy out? Why the fuck would somebody want your black ass? Essentially, exactly. is what I'm gonna say. He, <laughs> so let's think in the mind this of a dumbass Kodak so Black dirty, right now. Though, like, I don't know why Florida dudes like just don't give a fuck about their hair. 
That shit brand. is horrible, bro. It's like they're all down. It looks like matted fucking, you know, like matted construction paper, bro. That shit do like construction paper. It look like construction paper. I it agree looks with so that. so dry, That shit bro. do like fucking construction It's just so paper. horrible. Like, you can't even say it's a Brillo pad because it's worse than a Brillo pad, bro. That shit looks exactly like construction, construction paper. Construction paper, bro. Real shit. Like, somebody just, you know, sculpted them shits, painted Hold that shit black. I'm going to look that shit up. Hold on. Because <laughs> that shit looks exactly like that construction shit paper. Like construction paper. Construction confetti? Con- construction cones. When he had those little knots in his head? No. <clears throat> yeah, but every dude like down there in Florida, they all tend to rock a hairstyle like that. It's just they just don't pick that. their shit out. You know how you're supposed to pick your shit out every other day or something like that? I that's what I do. But they just they they be like, fuck it. My hair growing. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that shit like that shit looks like a struggle, baby. <laughs> so man, he he did Arts that and, and then he apologized. Like, bro, what do you apologize? One, he apologized, but then he came behind and said, well, I know I did nothing wrong. So you're not apologizing. That's not an apology. If you feel like you didn't do nothing wrong, then what the fuck are you saying sorry for? What are you apologizing for? That's what we were talking about earlier in this episode. That's crazy. But yeah, like you can say you're sorry, but if you don't like... He basically did what I did. If you don't say like how you mean it, then I can't really accept that. I'm sorry as an apology because it's really not an apology. You just said it for the sake of saying it. Man, you was talking about this earlier this week. So T.I. got involved. Yeah. And a lot of people on Twitter and a lot of people in general saying, oh, he's just clout chasing. Oh, he's just trying to revive his career. Mm -hmm. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, Clifford Harris, a.k.a. T.I., a.k.a. Tip, a.k.a. Rubber Band Man, a.k.a. (laughs) Rubber Band Man, why? He never lost his career. T.I. has different ventures. He has TV shows. He has a fucking movie on Netflix right now called The Trap. And I yeah. watched the other day. He, he does? Yes. Really? And I didn't even know until I watched it. I was like, oh, this T.I. has movies. When he got that shit? I don't know. I don't even know if he talked about it. I'm, shit, I feel like if he talked about it, I would have known. Like Tiana Taylor's in that movie. What the fuck? How do I know? <laughs> right? what, Mike Epps is in that movie. Lil Duvall's in that movie. What the fuck? Why do I not know this shit? So the y'all is it, saying, it's on Netflix? Yes, it's I'm going to have to watch that shit when I get home. So motherfuckers saying that T.I. is chasing clout. No, he has businesses. He has movies. He has TV shows. Yeah. He executive produced hella shit. He still does music that people fucking stream and listen to. Yeah, that so is no one sure. is chasing clout because he never lost it. Not he never really. lost the juice. He just stopped like quote unquote rapping like like how he used to rap. Like he came out as a rapper. Yeah, so niggas of course, come out as a rapper. Yeah, so of course he gonna keep dropping content. Just on that. Yeah, content of rap, 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 but as his career progressed on, he became like a you know an actor, a businessman, mm-hmm. an investor. Activist. You feel me? Yeah, an activist. Of course, an activist. Appreciate that too. Appreciate that. But right. um, me like why I was really kind of against him dropping this this track was because like I was like, dude, like number one, I don't know why you really entertaining this shit because I feel like he's beyond this. You well, I yeah. felt like he was beyond. This. No, he's definitely beyond this. Well. Shit, he's beyond this. So he's I'm like, bro, why are you this. even like trying to drop a diss track? Like, it's not worth it, bro. You can be doing better shit than trying to entertain mm-hmm. or like go back and forth with this young ass nigga. Like, buddy, not even 21 yet, bro. Like, think about that. Like, you, you know, it's also funny. Uh, Ti, he got the scar on his lip, mm-hmm. and this shit is so funny because this really just shows you Kodak Black is like a child. So <laughs> Ti had made a video, and you had seen the scar on his lip. Yeah, and Kodak Black had made a video and said, "Fix your lip." Oh. Basically, like you go on the playground with somebody and they fucking like, oh, fix your lip, fix your lip, like oh, and and then fucking Ti came back with another video saying, oh, I, basically I caught us, I, I got. Well, they hit said I, I got was, two black eyes. 
Where they at, though? <laughs> he basically said that he got hit when he was little. So you're making videos explaining yourself to somebody that doesn't give a fuck. Exactly. You're going to be explaining That's yourself forever. you making yourself kind of look goofy in a way, you feel no, you, me? D- d- you know yeah, you saying? definitely look goofy. That's like, like explaining yourself to a fucking baby. Shit. Hey, <laughs> well, hey, hey. Hey, chill the fuck out. Hey, the fuck is... well, wham, wham. Hey, motherfucker. Nigga, what I just say? Beach? I don't give a fuck how, how old you is. You going back and forth with a baby right Do now. Do my gum, 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 juice. Bitch. What the fuck you just say? <laughs> said, bitch. <laughs> you going back and forth with a nigga that don't care. So I feel, I mean, I don't feel like he was chasing Clyde. I just feel like he was really, people was really hurt. Yeah. By somebody like really disrespecting Nipsey and disrespecting Lauren, mm-hmm. like how he, how he did. So I feel like people was really trying to hold him accountable. But we also got to do that, like I said, with these white organizations that yeah. really don't give, that really don't give a fuck about they us. They don't. Like you think Kodak Black really don't give a fuck about you? Oh, to try Gucci, try what you Prada, think Apple? Try... What you think Apple think? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And we all sitting here with iPhones. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga face, his lip was quivering and shit. <laughs> oh my nah, god. But, um. Uh. Actually, like, there was this question, right? So I told y'all I'm in this Twitter group chat, right? Yeah. So this question came up, and it really had me perplexed for a minute. Perplexed. I was like, they said... Spell perplexed. Perplexed. P-E-R-P-L-E-X-E-D. Perplexed. Jason, I don't know if you're right or not. It's. I'm pretty sure it's perplexed. You got the thumbs up. You're moving on to round two. Don't, don't do this to me. <laughs> you're moving on, son. He said, good job. Anyway. You're my son. Um, you know why I call yeah, you my son? Yeah, the question came up... Don't, 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 don't do that. Because <laughs> you sound like one. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, but you good, you good, you good. All right, so yeah, so the question came up. Somebody asked, who's your favorite comedian? And I was like, holy shit, that's a great fucking question. Because mm. I'm like, Dave Chappelle is funny as shit. Yeah. Richard Pryor is funny as fuck. Mm. Cat Williams, pre-cocaine Cat Williams? <laughs> funny as hell, bro. Kevin Hart? Cat Williams will never lose it. He just do crazy just, shit. I'm about to say, that man's just on crack cocaine now, so you really just can't fuck with it? Because, like, bro, like... <laughs> Like, come on, bro. You don't look the same no more. You look even more emaciated than before. You're aging like milk. <laughs> Y'all out here aging like milk. Y'all out here aging like white women. And then really aging most like people milk. in the chat, they was like, um, they was like, oh, Kevin Hart really not that funny to me. And I was like, it was like meeting two other dudes. It was like, bro, he's never not funny. Like, that dude is hilarious. I don't know. I don't understand how people will say that or why people say that. That man is funny as fuck. I know some of He'll the He'll be like, oh, he white people funny. They'd be like, oh, Cat Williams is black people funny. Yeah. Like, Nah. I mean, one person, one person. I'm, I'm not trying to break this down to like saying that he don't care about black people, but Cat Williams, his jokes degrade black people and degrade people, mm-hmm. and Kevin Hart's jokes don't have to do that. Like, what? Go watch Kevin Hart's new special, mm-hmm. the uh, Irresponsible, on Netflix. He does. He talks about himself. He's, he's he talks shit about himself. One of his first lives. jokes is how his kids call him and his wife having sex, <laughs> and the shit is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> His whole joke is about him, his experience, <laughs> his family, and he tells you how he plans to how he how he plans to uh, do all his specials in the Joe Rogan interview that I watched. Yeah, and it's just like people are like, oh no, he white people funny. What is white people funny? I don't bro? know what that means, but yeah, like so you would think that white people would like jokes about business. The and reason shit. the reason I think he's funny is because his stories are always fucking hilarious, and they were trying to say that. Uh, well, they were trying to say that. Um, he be lying most of the time and shit. But I'm like, I don't care if he's lying or not. Like, this shit's still fucking funny that he's able to think of something I mean, bro, I mean, hilarious. He's not going to... He wrote a whole book. 
if you listen or read his whole book, he tells you about his life mm-hmm. and how his dad was. I don't think somebody. I mean, if, if he lying, which I don't think he lying, yeah. that motherfucker's crazy. Because he's shit. making up stories upon stories upon stories. He's nigga, he ain't lying. What? I, I don't, I'm pretty sure he's not lying. Random bro. ass <laughs> fucking people will sit up here and say someone is lying. Never, that person, Kevin Hart don't even know half of us fucking exist. Real shit. And you, you are saying he's lying like you've spent every day with him since he was born. Man, that ain't lying, bro. How you gonna, a deer, bro? Come on, bro. That's not even funny. Bro, some (laughs) jokes are just jokes. Ain't it? Some jokes (laughs) are just jokes. Niggas looking way too deep nowadays. That's like people who don't like Family Guy or American Dad. I'm like, damn, y'all just don't have any type of sense. Bro, somebody was, uh, it was was just so funny. I was on Twitter, and somebody was like, oh, would you like Big, you ever seen Big Mouth? Yeah, Big Mouth is funny It was like Big Mouth or Family Guy. Mm, like you have to choose between them. Yes. Fuck. This is not hard. Not to me. I mean, I love Family Guy, but Big Mouth is so hilarious. Big Mouth though. is fucking hilarious and it's amazing. But Family Guy rips shit because they they cross yeah. the fucking line. Just about every other episode. They cross the fucking line. Yeah. They did. They yeah. did this, they, the last episode. Shit. I'm Peter was a transgender, right? <laughs> yeah. He was a transgender, and he would go up making people angry, and before they hit him, like, he would be I, like, I, I, "Uh, woman." Uh, they be like, uh, 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 you're a woman. They be like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I can't do that. He went to Chris Brown's studio <laughs> and did something, and Chris Brown hit him, and then he got in the elevator with Ray Rice, and then Ray Rice fucking hit him. Like, bro, that's... F- me- <laughs> bro. Bro. That's crossing the fucking line. Hella, bro. That's crossing the fucking line. <laughs> and they don't give a fuck, and that shit is amazing. That's I mean, why I fucking love Family episode, I think it was the first episode with uh, Big Mouth when, um... The short kid with the fat ass head, I forgot his name. Andrew? Yeah. With on the glasses? No. Mm-mm. Oh, you talking about um Uh See, this is why family got better. I know our I mean, family yeah, got characters. I feel you, but family got been on longer. But like the episode Facts. where <laughs> Facts. That's 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 the only reason I said that shit. But um yeah, the episode where uh he was just now coming to his puberty or whatever and he found out the that fuck his, is his name. He found out that Andrew's uh dick was bigger than his yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And then like he was in gym and they was playing with a whole bunch of fur- he was pl- <laughs> If he said that he felt like he was playing with a whole bunch of hairy dicks, and then like it was just a whole, a whole bunch of dicks. Playing oh yeah, basketball. yeah, 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 yeah. But that shit had me rolling, bro. <laughs> Nick Crow, Nick Crow is uh, Nick Crow, the one he's one of the voice actors that does like majority of the voices. Yeah, Nick Crow is fucking amazing. Yeah, Nick Crow is an amazing voice actor. What voices does he do? He does. He does the hormone monster. He does uh, the hormone monster. He does the old hormone monster. He does uh, what the Nick Nick because Nick ah Nick, shit Nick, yeah, yeah that's Nick. what it is. Fucking he does Nick's voice and that per- that character is based off of him. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Um, Damn, he must have a fat ass cranium. He but he looks exactly like the character. Damn, he looks exactly his head like big as shit. He does um the teacher. Oh, the dumb teacher? Yeah, he does, you know, the pillows that the old butt, the dude be fucking. <laughs> yeah. He does, I forgot what pillow he does of that, but he does those. Ooh, that shit is funny. Bro, he does hell of them shits. All right, that's a bit, that's a bit, that's a bit. But shit, yeah, I, I have to say Family Guy. Just for the sake of, like, I actually grew up on Family Guy and type shit. Like, I was watching that shit when I was, like, nine, ten years old. Not really what it's supposed to be, but I was just watching that shit. Back when my grandmother was alive, she would tell me not to watch South Park or to not watch Family Guy. South Park is funny as shit now. South Park 
has gotten South Park. It's South Park and Family Guy are like two top. <laughs> those are my two you top. You can't say animated, famous, adult animated animation. content. Yeah, yet. and you can't without mentioning Family Guy. Like or, if a nigga was to say uh, Big Big Mouth first, you have you ain't been watching shit. I ain't, bro. You're not on nothing, bro. I watch like all of South Park seasons every other exactly every other fucking exactly. month, like just for the fuck of it. And even in that uh, that conversation that they was having, I was like, y'all don't understand that Family Guy is is appointment TV. Meaning mm-hmm. a new episode is going to come on each week and you look forward to that. Right. Big Mouth, you can watch all of those shits in one sitting because me and Star have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can watch yeah. every single episode in one sitting and then what do you got to look forward to? Don't nobody want to rewatch episodes. It's just Not boring. Even though we do, we all do it. It's right. like Big Mouth, once you run out of new episodes, boom, that's it. You got to come out with a whole another season. Or exactly. You got to wait months and months for a whole another season. But family, I guess what? Oh, a new episode of Family Guy coming on? You definitely tuned in to it. Oh, yeah, Friday night, 11 p.m. Yeah, I'm on it. Exactly. <laughs> Fox, that's good. So they should, they should compare the rewatch episodes of Big Mouth to the yeah. rewatch episodes of Family Guy. You're going to see Family Guy is way bigger because it's always bringing out new shit. And whenever Family Guy does reruns, they have so many fucking episodes to choose from. They just be throwing exactly. the shits in there. And then Big Mouth, but shit that's on Netflix is like, I feel like Netflix should... uh. After a certain point, they should they should let you see five episodes and then five episodes come out the next week because you're not looking forward to anything. I'm not. I just watch every single. They put Black Lightning on there. I just watch every single season of Black Lightning. Mm. Now what the fuck? I need. I, to, I really need to watch that shit. Too, and then man. on TV, they got the new episodes of Black Lightning right now, so you're gonna come back to TV. Yeah. Eventually. You're always gonna come back to appointment TV because that's always gonna draw you in. But these oh, streaming services are getting very, very good at bringing people in. Yeah, yeah. I bro. have Hulu. I got Netflix. Yeah. Those yeah. are better. Those are essentially better. The only thing I watch on TV is Family Guy, really. Right, yeah, I was say, virtually speaking, I don't really watch TV anymore, bro. Like, and even with shit. that speaking, I virtually don't watch TV anymore because what me and Star do, we'll wait the next day mm-hmm. and then we'll watch the new episode of Family Guy on Hulu. Exactly. So it's really like it's not that big for me to like catch it the day of type yeah. shit. It's not that big. So that's the difference between I think Netflix and Hulu. Netflix they just put everything on there. Mm-hmm. And Hulu you gotta wait. So that's basically appointment TV. Yeah, and Hulu has legit commercials and shit too. Though. Oh my so god. It's that's almost shit, like that's just so fucking annoying. Yeah. You be having a ninety seconds. Especially trying to watch anime, bro. Oh my fucking god. That shit bro. cuts you off right at the right right at the right point. hundred and sixty seven seconds worth of bullshit. I'd be mad 167, as fuck. 167 seconds worth of cars that you can't afford. Cars, <laughs> fucking, uh, I think it was some wireless headphones that I just never thought to buy. I was like, bro, I don't even want to buy this shit. The commercial looks nice. I'm still just not. Convinced. I can't afford it. What do you? <laughs> it's like that I couldn't afford it. I'm like, bro, I'm not buying this shit, bro. I want to watch my show. Like, I came on here to watch TV, not to oh God. have commercials. No cap. But let's get back on the... Wow, we, we fucking... Yeah, we, I just wanted we, to, like, throw something no, in No, 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 that shit was... <laughs> we, that shit was a whole loop. Get back to the Nipsey Hustle thing. So, a lot of people... I'm not... I didn't see no outrage or no backlash about this. Mm-hmm. But during the service, because me and Star, we had watched different parts of the service. During the service, his sister came up. His older sister. Or mm-hmm. no, his younger sister, but she was older. Yeah. So, she had said, at one point, she was like, oh, he was our Jesus. Right. And I, like I said, I ain't see a lot of backlash about that, but I kind of agree with her on that because if Jesus was this person that was essentially doing good, doing good deeds for people, um, 24-7, 24-7 and fucking empowering just everyone. Well, shit, hold on now. If you want to talk about uh, a black man being our Jesus, what about Akon? He's been doing a lot of shit 
He's been doing. I mean, he's doing doing a lot. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like just I'm just using the example of like, as in like RG like American. No, Jesus. I'm not. No, I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm saying like for this person that just like died. I'm just. Yeah. I'm going based off what she said. Yeah, of course. So of she course. was like, he was our Jesus, uh-huh. and if you want to look at it, yeah, he did all this stuff for his community for communities that he didn't live in. Yeah. He empowered his people. He empowered um, people that the world necessarily doesn't want to empower. So like the felons around the area mm-hmm. that couldn't get a job. And then he was assassinated. He was killed. He was, he was fucking put on spectacle. He was maimed. Ex- yeah. He was maimed. Like real shit. He's put on a fucking spectacle and people, people not going to like that. Like Jesus was this person just doing good. So Nipsey had God in him. Everyone has, every, you can, you can submit to the God in you or you can submit to the devil in you. And he, chose to submit to the God in him majority of the time mm-hmm. because he knew what out... Other than when he slapped Buddy. That shit was funny. We, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. When he, <laughs> he slapped uh, the taste out of Buddy. Slapped, no. uh, he slapped him like his fingers. He even slapped him with his whole hand. He bro. fingers slapped the shit out of him. Nixie was like, well, he was like 6'4", six, 6'3". Six, yeah. Big ass hands. Yeah, but yeah, his phalanges was... Hey, they, hey, they <laughs> hit. Hey, man, phalanges, hey, made contact. This nigga said the technical scientific term for <laughs> fingers. <laughs> His phalanges were just, oh. So, with that being said, he was a leader. So, people was like, oh, we always... They taking the people that God sends to us to empower us. Yeah, X. Like X, like Malcolm X, like MLK, MLK. like Nipsey, like anybody. Lil Peep, Mac Miller. Lil Peep. What did Lil Peep do, bro? He he brought a name to, like, the... um, I'm not gonna say the weirdos. Let's see, they're really, really the depra- the sad boys. I don't know if you ever like were on the sad yeah, boy. Yeah, but how is that? I don't. I'm not gonna put him in the category with Malcolm X and Nipsey. Well, Nelson, no, bro. no. Well, or Mac, or even Mac Miller, bro. I'm not putting him in that category. He helped a lot of people with their depression, bro. Something, something what X did, but like, I'm not gonna say not as strong because X touched a lot of kids with his music. You feel me? But Lil Peep's music to me was just like, all right, he's a completely different sound. And he really still, like, gave me confidence. Like, okay, he sounds so different from doing this, but he's still really successful doing this. Even though I'm really, really fucking small, I can still play football type shit. I can, yeah, I can bro, but that's just away. music, bro. What he do, though? Because anybody can make empowering music. Oh, yeah, of course. But, I mean, that's why I just... That's, I mean, music to me is big. That's why I was like, his music helped me a lot to motivate me to do things. Yeah, but would you want somebody that just make music or do? Would you want somebody to make music and then go do the shit they well, talking yeah, about? Well, yeah, of course. Like... It's not necessarily that. I'm talking about for people like me, myself, where his music helped me do things and made me want to make a change. You feel me? That's that's yeah. how I that's how I interpreted that. Yeah, but I'm I'm trying to what I'm trying to get you to see is his music made you want to make a change, but was he actually being that change that he preached about in his music? Of course, he was always talking about like don't be sad like how I say like I only say this to express myself and where I was. You feel mm-hmm. me? I know that's why most of y'all really uh, relate to my music. Mm-hmm. And, and he was like, uh, "Don't really get all these tattoos on your face, unless or whatever. Don't get all these tattoos like how I'm doing, or don't be like me. Be like yourself." And um, little peep, I'm trying to think. Of, I don't know who the fuck little peep is. I'm shit, not even lying. I, I don't know you. who little peep is. I ain't never listened to his music. To be honest, I mean, I, I, I can't put him in the category with the people I just named because I don't blame you. In my opinion, he didn't do goddamn shit. I don't blame. That's you. just me. You just don't know about him. I, I blame you. I, don't, I mean, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. 
I, I mean, bro, if you t- but the thing is, if you tend to not know about somebody, oh, okay, I, I can't even say that because that was going to be completely wrong. I was going to say, if you tend to not know about anybody, it's because they're not doing shit. But that's not that's not right. That's not it, Kami. That's not it, Chief. But, yeah, like I said, I can't put him in that group because I, I don't feel like he did shit, really. Uh, a lot of people were sad when he passed, though. For sure, for sure. Uh, but that a lot of people were... But why were a lot of people sad? Were they sad because... His music was gone, or because he they actually lost a pretty good soul. I mean, because you gotta think about it too. He was our age when he passed away. Like I think he was like twenty. Mm-hmm. I think so. And it's like, damn, he was really, really fucking young. And he was talking about actually starting to do more because he didn't really. He, he got just, cut short. Basically, because he, he was, got cut short. Before he was he was just able now to starting. To, he was just now starting to like make God money. Fucking and damn shit. it! Yeah, so. And he was that's a white. hard to hear. That's, that's hard a, to hear because I'm sitting up here saying, "Damn, he ain't do shit." But you finna say, "It's all right, bro." You were saying that he was. Oh, I don't take back anything I say. But like you saying, he was about to do shit. Yeah. And then he got cut fucking short. And the best thing about well, how him he died? Was, uh, he got his Zans laced with some uh, fentanyl. Okay, cool. I think a girl had <laughs> laced them shits. That's not true, but shit, yeah. PSA kids, please stop taking Zans. Any type of pill of drug that you stop. That's, like, just leave that shit alone, stop. bro. You will either fucking die or end up in an addiction, uh, uh, fucking conference or intervention or some shit, bro. Stop. Fucking drop them shits, bro. Zans are not cool. Especially Perkies if you take, you, are not fucking cool, bro. You said what? Perkies, Percocets, oh. Perkers, Perkles, Perkoramos. I don't give a fuck how you whatever y'all call them, bro. That shit dead now, bro. Dead that shit, bro. Real talk. Stop, stop deading them as in taking them excessively. No, like, like, if you're prescribed that, then... I mean, yeah, of course, but, like, if that's just them. for recreational use, leave that shit. Like, no, bro. No. Leave that shit alone, bro. No. It's like, bro, people out here committing their own deaths. So it's like, no. even with you saying that, it's like... I don't necessarily... I, I don't necessarily feel bad, but it, it's fucked up, but he... He brought his own shit against him. He did, but he it's didn't. an addiction. That, I mean, I mean, people the around people around him, him Zans, definitely should have helped. The, per- the person who gave him the Zans was uh someone he pretty much trusted. You feel me? Yeah, but why are people not around you? you this is why people gotta you gotta watch who's around you. Yeah, I mean, of course, he, I, I guess he made a mistake, but he really didn't because, like I said before, he really but he did make somebody. a mistake. He taking Zans. He didn't, but that's just like you. That's just like um. Say for some, uh, if it's somebody you really, really fucking trust, right? And then you so you ask them, hey, can you go get me a, a strawberry popsicle because, and not mango because I'm really allergic to mango. And she gets you a popsicle, and it looks like a strawberry popsicle, and you start to eat that shit, and you, it's, it turns out it's mango. Oh shit, I'm I'm dying to shit. Jason, you just compared a popsicle to no. I mean, I mean, yeah, but it's just like you're fatally allergic to uh, mangoes. Yeah, but it's not the same because I mean, it's, I mean, it's still the same it, concept. W- like you can still die. That's what I'm saying, bro. It looks like something that's not gonna kill you and that has not been killing you because you've been doing it for so long and shit. And then yes, after but a while, being addicted to mango, being addicted. That's not. To pop- we're not talking about addiction, bro. I'm just talking about. But death. his shit was an addiction. That's the problem. I don't think. Before it was an we address bro. anything, that's the problem. That's the addiction. I don't think that was an addiction for him, bro. How do you know it's an addiction? I didn't say he was addicted to it. It's just fucking Zans, bro. Is people don't just take he Xanax? And shit too. Yes, and that's they an addiction. Do. People don't understand that these are addictions. If you can't, if you smoke every day, you're addicted to weed. If you if you pop a Xanax. Every other day, you're addicted to Xanax. If 
like the like you saw me post a video one time where that dude was in an interview. I forgot what rapper it was. He was like, oh, Perky. yeah. He was like, he's like, you want? He's like, Perky said you want one. He's like, my motherfucking bad man. He's like, my motherfucking bad. I'm in some Lim Power Perkinson, and they was like, are you good? You gonna be all right? He was like, man, yes. He got offended. Like, nigga, you just asked me that I want a Perkinson. Like, it's a fucking mint. Yeah, you're addicted. One People one? don't understand. <laughs> People are addicted to a lot of things. People people right now are addicted to their cell phones. And you don't think something like something that I'm not even ingesting. I'm not ingesting this. Yeah. But if I ingest a Xanax, I'm like, okay, go get, go get that made yeah, me feel good. Yeah, I'm not trying good. to say that he wasn't addicted, but like. He uh. was. He was. If you had to, if somebody has to go tell you to get them a Xanax and people are bringing. Bruh, that's not the first time that if you said, like you said, that's the person you trust. And if you send the person you trust to go get you something. They're help furthering your addiction. They're feeding your addiction. People are addicted to shit. It's okay to admit that people are addicted to shit. People, people, I'm pretty much addicted to this goddamn phone. I'm not addicted to anything else because I don't do anything else. But people start working out. Shit, that's even that's starting to fade too. But I'm gonna get back addicted to that shit. shit. I'm gonna start uh, picking your big ass up. You got to get right, nigga. How, like how you gonna pick me up though? Shit, I'm stronger than you think, bitch. But like how? Like are you gonna pick me up like this? Shit. To where like this is me and your arms and you know. Oh nah, dog. I'm gonna pick you up like how wrestlers. You ever see me? You ever see me wrestle, bro? Yes, yeah, so, nigga. What? No, nah, like no. Nah, you ever see me like return somebody to the mat? Like you know, I get to like we're both standing up, but I'm behind them and I lift them up like this. Let the record show. I went to high school with this nigga for four yeah, years. Yeah, nah, but like cause I've been to many I barely of his wrestling, wrestling like at home. You feel me? But, okay, I've seen. Okay, I've seen you. Yes, I've seen you wrestle. Yeah, let's put like yes, I've seen you wrestle a lot. That's all. Cause I know we've had home meets, but some most of the time like when we had home meets, I really wasn't able to wrestle type shit. That's why I asked. I've seen you wrestle. All right, cool. <laughs> bruh, bruh. <laughs> Let's talk about this, because we're talk- going on the fact of, like, talking about drugs, because we said we're going to talk about this next time. Mm-hmm. The trap. The trap and how it's a literal trap. Yeah, it is. You're literally risking your life just about every fucking day, bro. Real shit. You're risking your life sometimes every you fucking gotta day. Learn, sometimes you got to learn, hey, like, if you didn't got caught up ever so many times, and this, and you got off lightly, like you got off like just a month of jail or like just three months or something like that. I probably say after that, the longer, the longest sentence you didn't have for for it, just go ahead and dead that shit, bro. Like just. Why don't the ways of the trap change? Like shit, how do you suggest they change though? Like stop trapping the same. Like stop the trap is the trap is called the trap because like we said, it's a literal trap, like a literal trap. Like you can only it's one way in, one way out. Yeah. One way in, one way out. Generally speaking, I mean, there is windows. Well, there are windows, my bad. There are windows. Them windows tend to be barred, though. No. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, I don't know if you ever seen a well, trap oh, trap. Well, yeah, a trap house? Like trap a tra- house? Yeah, I'm yeah, talking about course. trap house. I'm oh, talking about yeah. niggas trapping. Yeah, one way in, one way out. I ain't talking about lightweight on the side trapping. I'm talking about full-fledged 40 hours a week trapping. Oh, yeah. Well, shit, that's... They moving, moving, moving. Hey, they got down. <laughs> you got... Broke said, one more. <laughs> 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 that nigga be in the trap so goddamn much. Shit, that's not that's that's Bro, not even like a question for him. Like. People literally get caught in something. It's it's called the trap. Yeah. I mean the trap. Like if, if let's just say mice. It's the lifestyle. Really. Let's say mice had high intelligence to know that what we're saying. Uh-huh. Hey, mice, look, little mouse, you want to go on that trap right there? No, because I'm no, I'm gonna I can end I'm up bad. Fucking die. I'm either gonna die or get hurt <laughs> no, or I'm something gonna fucking fu- die. Because even if I do get hurt, I'm probably gonna get hurt to the point where I can't fucking move. So you know what's gonna happen? I'm gonna die, bro. So what's <laughs> <laughs> that book? If you gave a mouse a cookie, if you gave a mouse a trap, if you gave a mouse a dime bag, would he trap? <laughs> like 
No, he'll Shit. fucking die. Ugly. Bro. But nah, like, I mean. You ever trapped before? No. But... You ever been to trap before? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, that, one, uh, that one trap. Uh, <laughs> when we all there, it was. Uh, yeah, it's it Tayshawn, bro. Yeah. It's Tayshawn, please. That's... Bro, I don't want to do. People are listening. I mean, he you already. Get... I mean, he out, but I'm saying, you don't want to get people caught yeah, up. Yeah, I'm. Damn. Tayshawn, if you go to jail, blame Jason. Nah, he's already locked up, bro. Oh, he already locked up? Yeah. You didn't know, bro? He just got out. Yeah, he... Damn, you really didn't know? He got locked up, but, but I don't like, keep up with these people. I don't I keep understand. up with people that I don't want to be around. Damn, I mean, it's not that I didn't want to be around him. I just still knew him as, like, Tayshawn from high school. I mean, not Yeah, Trayshawn, bro, but uh, you, keeping that, you keeping that in your head, but he's a whole different person now. Like, say you stole something from I mean, him. Yeah, I'm pretty he sure he would have beat you up and killed you. Steal something from him, and you're going to see he's not a Tayshawn. Why would I steal from Tato? But I'm saying, like, say you even mistakenly, accidentally do something that he don't like. I know, like, even then, bro, like, he was just like, oh, no, I bring it back. Like, that was the thing, bro. Like, it's it to me, he felt like Trayshawn from... I, why I keep saying that shit, bro? Tay from a fucking uh, high school. It, it just still felt like that was him, and I, I'm still thinking that it's still him. That lifestyle, that lifestyle changed I mean, it, it does, you feel me? And, of course, he's not the same exact person from high school, yeah, of course, but he still, like, held his core values and like what made him him you feel me but yeah um <laughs> i don't want to ask you where his core values is but shit what, get money what are trappers core values so but get money by any means necessary or just get money it depends on what you're how hard you're trapping bro if you're like if you like you said before you got a trap and that's all you do that's your money that's your main source of income then yeah you're more likely you're more than likely to be the um get money by any means type. Right, so... But if you're just like, you know, you got a job, but you trapping on the side, but you, you're um trapped making more money than your job, you just got to keep your job, that way they don't think you trapping type shit. Then yeah. making money by any means isn't really your big deal because, like, you just get money regardless, whatever way it go. <laughs> so it just all depends. But I really think that people get into the trap life because, like... Most of these black boys nowadays listen to the you know this rap yeah. music and shit and you yeah. know it's pretty much fantasized especially if you grew up on Migos what like come on now trapping out the house with the boys on the <laughs> trap like, that's that's it right <clears throat> these there. niggas gave you the full description that's it right I feel there. like it's the music and I feel like it's actual I feel like it starts at, at home yeah because that too, if, you're, like, if you your probably mother or father's it. not there then you are gonna go start looking at that from the streets yeah you gonna go try to find out I. Moms tend to be in the picture, but I ain't never seen a nigga go look for their mom out in the streets. Like yeah. dudes go look for a mentor and a dude, mm-hmm. and that might be in a gang or something out in the streets. But I ain't never seen somebody go look for a mother like figure mm-hmm. in the streets. So it starts right there. Yeah. So people can go out, and because I had this choice when I was little, yeah. Like my dad wasn't there, but I had my mom, and it was me and my brother and my sister. My brother chose. He took that path of that gang shit and mm-hmm. all that shit, and it, he, you see where he. He's doing good now, but he was... See where it got was, him at one Yeah, point. see where it got him at one point, mm. and I didn't, because I didn't go look for someone in yeah. the streets as to be a mentor. I looked for at sports. I looked at school and shit like that. Yeah. So with that being said, it starts at home with the father mm. figures. Yeah, I, yeah, it definitely starts at home, and then it starts... Um, well, to build music, on that, it starts on like what you are ingesting. Not mm. just food wise, but like you know, mentally, like what are you seeing every day? 
Mm-hmm. What do you actually get? Like you, like I said before, like what are you hearing every day? Yeah, you feel me? Who who am I hanging around? Like who are my mm-hmm. friends hanging around? Yeah, is my are my family members apart? Like am I in the trap house? You feel am me? Am I in a trap? House? Not like dead ass, because you know some people like that's that's where they live. They live in the trap. Yeah, you know bro. what I'm saying. So and she was just crazy. Cause I remember I'm with the school with this one kid. Like I didn't really know his name. I talking about. I just knew him like as T. T. And I didn't realize it was that smell at that time but he was always smelling like that and mm. i didn't really realize like my like, bro i'm in sixth grade smell i'm not like really, the trap i'm not as exposed to that but i'm pretty sure he didn't smoke he was just around it yeah you feel me but i, I mean i don't know but so wait, like, so he smelled like weed or just like drugs weed like gas so like that gas nigga yeah i didn't think it was I didn't know it was that, but, like, now that I'm actually thinking about it, me knowing what the fuck it is now and everything, like, oh, yeah, that, that was gas, bro. So, if you, since since you friends with Tay and all that, do you, you say it's who you, like, your friends are around, should you stop being friends with him? Or should people stop being friends? Shit, I don't think you should stop being friends, but you can still be friends from a distance. I can have friends out in, mm-hmm. you know, California or something like that, like, oh, yeah, I can see you my friend, mm-hmm. but, like, I just can't see you all the time. Because you're all the way in California. But, like, with him, it was just like, yeah, I'm not going to be around you all the time because, you know, this is your lifestyle. And yeah, but I know should you be lifestyle. around him at all? I mean, generally speaking, no. But it's just like, you got, if you still want to really maintain that friendship, you really, you're willing to make those certain type of sacrifices. You feel me? Uh-huh. So, like, every time I did go over there, I made sure it was, like, strategic. You feel me, man? I made yeah. sure that... Whenever I did go over there, I didn't see a whole bunch of 12 uh, walk, uh, uh, driving around or shit like that. Or if I drive in there and 12 drive in there too, oh, no, nah, we just going to fucking leave. Like, yeah, yeah like, I'm not going to stay here. That shit's stupid. But even with that, you st- you taking a, you taking a big-ass risk in your life. Oh, yeah, I mean, of course. Because you don't got to see them in order for them niggas to pop up. Yeah, I know. I know. For sure. For sure. For sure. But it's not like we would drive there. I mean, of course, bro. Like, just... Just know I'm taking the necessary precautions not to get... But what's the necessary precautions? <laughs> but it's all types. Like, okay, if you whip in there, don't don't go there consistently the same time every day or same time, period, this and that, or... Um, yeah, but even, let's just say let's just say you ain't seen them in years. Yeah. Or not even years, because if you seen somebody, I don't think you'll see somebody in years, and that's where you pull up. Let's just say you ain't seen him in a few months. Say he just got out, you know, you ain't seen him in a few months, and he back on his shit. Uh-huh. Say you go to his house, pull up, See, boom. but uh, that's the thing, though. I'm not finna, like, go there as soon as, um... As soon as the trap open back up or whatever the fuck. How okay, you let's just say, say the it. trap been booming for... Uh, let's say the trap been booming for a year without any interruptions. But as soon as you get in there... The police shit, pull just, up. That's just, hey, shit happens, bro. I already know what I'm getting myself into before I even, you know, do it. So that's what I'm saying. Why why still be friends with that? Shit, What's because... Well, not, I, no, no, no. Not even be friends. Why still bring that energy and go into that I energy around because you? because he's still a genuine person at heart, and I'm not here... I'm not here just to, I'm not that type of person. It's just me, bro. Yeah. I'm not that type of person to, like, cut you off because even though you're still a good person, you still doing bad shit. Well, mm-hmm. not necessarily, like, bad shit, just illegal shit for this fucking state because it's really not bad yeah okay yeah Sell, selling weed is not bad it's really not bad because there's people selling weed legally just, right now yeah so it's like you know what i'm saying so it's just illegal here you feel me yeah so like Wait, i'm well, not gonna I'm not gonna ask you that huh i'm not gonna it was, oh well yeah so basically i'm just not gonna stop fucking with you because you're doing something that's that could possibly compromise me type shit because I, I know how to keep myself safe you feel me yeah i know how to keep myself right so and if something happens, like, you know, something fall through where 
your lifestyle fucks up my lifestyle, then I already that I knew this. Was, yeah, you you knew. I knew that's, that's the waiver. You signed the waiver. Yeah, basically. You signed so the waiver. I can't be mad. You feel me? And I'm not gonna be mad because that shit just that's just what fucking happened. You feel me? So yeah, that's just how that's my take on that. So everything. with that being said, if you so let's say we, let's say you got a son. Yeah. And he said, "Oh, dad, my friend." You had an older son. Mm-hmm. Say, oh, my friend trapped, da, da, da. Are you going to make him stop being friends with him? I asked him the questions. Like, I asked him, uh, like, so, like, is that all he does? Yes, yeah, that's all he does. I'm just, at this point, I'm, yeah, that's all he does. All right, so that's all he does. Then if he's, what, my son is how old? Like, what, my age? Let's say 16. Age, 16, 16, 17. Oh, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, dad, that shit. Like, if that's all he does, that means he's still, he's not even in school. Right, let's say bro. he got a, let's say he got in school, he got a, he got a separate job on the side. But he's still trapped, because that, but trap money, nigga, you can get $1,000 in a fucking hour. Yeah. Trapping. For real. Let's be real. So I'm like, all right, so, I, well, basically, I just, I'll just give it to him straight. I'm like, all right, you can still be friends with him, but just know, like, I just let him know, like, what the fuck it happened, mm-hmm. especially if he's an athlete. I'm like, yeah, you putting yourself at risk hanging out with him every time. Not to say like, not to hang out with him, but just be aware that like, if you get caught up, you could go down just as bad as he does because you're already a black kid. This and that, blah blah blah. You feel yeah. me? So like, just know what you're getting yourself into before you get yourself into it. You yeah. feel me? But like, I'm not finna say nah. Just don't hang out with him because if he's really really close with him and his friend just so happened to just go down that route, he can't. He couldn't control that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's not like you you still good friends with him. You just it's just what he does now. Facts. So. So you do you think? The I, trap- just, I I guess I basically put it in his hands. Basically, if Facts. you feel like you shouldn't hang out with him, then don't. But like I just don't want you to fuck yourself up and then not know why you so fucked up or regret decision or blah 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 and shit like that. Yeah, but it you raising your hand? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I had a question. Do you you, you gonna have to speak up though. So you gotta pull, 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 pull. Uh, like I said, Star was in here recording us. Hey guys, some... we did this the last time, but you know <laughs> <laughs> They don't even know. Uh I have a question. <clears throat> Conversation's going so well. Mm-hmm. Good job, you guys. But anyway, uh, so this whole time y'all been talking about like guy friends, and I wanted to see, like he asked you like, so if you had a son and his friend was trapping, da da da, whatever. Mm-hmm. But what if you had a daughter and she was attracted to someone like that, but he wasn't doing that at first, and then he just turned out and did that. You know what I mean? Would you? What would you tell her? And he wouldn't know, like, an all-time trapper type yeah, shit. Yeah, what? That's the that I mean, thing I, that confused me. Why does somebody have to just be an all-time... Even if that nigga got a because job... Because he's more likely to get well, caught I'm, up, bro. That means 12 than... Our, like, okay, you got to really think about this, bro. If all you do... If you live in an apartment complex, right? You mm-hmm. sign a lease and everything, blah, 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 whatever, this and that. You pay rent. And mm-hmm. they don't see you going in and out the house every day to... To um actually go for a job, they don't ever see you walk around in the uniform. That you always wearing Prada, this and that, da da da. They're gonna ask like, okay, where the fuck is this money coming from? Bro, I don't think you talking about apartment complex. Yes, bro, I don't think anybody looking I've, that hard. Yes, they do, bro. Because think about it, bro. If an apartment complex is known for like having trap houses, that's bad for them. They're not gonna want to. They're not. The people are not gonna uh, move over there because okay, illegal shit. Blah blah blah. blah. Because as soon as some people hear marijuana, they're like, oh shit. But they would. Have, they would already have to know that's there. They wouldn't look at him and be like, this nigga don't ever come out of the house. Another example, bro. Every time you open up the door, 
the fucking terrible stench comes out. See, no, at that point, yes, they would know it's trapping. But, but okay, think about you. This is all you do is trap twenty four fucking seven. So but even if you don't, what, gonna, that smell is still gonna be in there because you trap. I mean, yeah, of course. But the thing is, like, it's not gonna be like that every single fucking day. It's a trap, bro. Listen, bro. I must ain't never been no, no real trap shit. No, you gotta shit. fucking listen, bro. Just listen. Yeah, if it's an no... all-time trap house, that means there's no designated smoke area. You smoking everywhere in this fucking house, right? You ain't okay, been listen, no real trap house, bro. Let me tell you that, bro. You ain't never been no real trap house, bro. Let me tell you Let me tell you Let me tell you So anyway, <laughs> if you are in like a, like a semi, I guess, halfway trap house or whatever, there is always a designated room. You feel me? It's not going to be closest to the front door or it's not going to be next to a fucking window. Most of the time, it's a bathroom or like just a, a, a place where the window never fucking opens to begin with. You feel me? And it's always like black. So nine times, well, I guess let's say six times out of ten, you're not really going to smell shit whenever the front door fucking opens, bro. In an all-time trap house, bro, if they're, if I'm from due to prior experience, if you've been in there, all the boards, I mean, all the windows are boarded, and that means the smell has to go out, come out some sort of way, right? So whenever that door opens, that smoke's gonna go out that door twenty four seven. Think about it, bro. And they're not care about incense and nothing, bro. It's a trap house. It's gonna smell like that regardless. And I understand your argument as in, oh, it's always gonna smell like that. It doesn't matter if it's just a trap. A trap is this. A trap is that. But you gotta understand, no, bro. Right, like I keep saying, you ain't never been no all time trap. You ain't been all time trap. You ain't been no real trap because real trap houses have fucking cameras outside everywhere. When you go inside a real trap house, they have a fat ass monitor with every camera looking at where that shit is going. See, I guess I've you've been in one. Yes, I've been in one. I can't. I can't even. I've been in one well all too often. I go to that shit kind of on a regular because I'm I'm not trapping yeah. and I'm not gonna give the details on what is going on. But I, the person I know, I have that I communicate with. Does that and the so network, Nick. yes. <laughs> so and but I can't. I can't even. I mean, I'm, I not, I'm not about to give no further details. Yeah, I understand. But trap house, but trap house have fucking nigga. A trap house is like an Apple store. Well, yeah, I, a I trap house to, supposed to like an Apple what, store because you trying not to get question. caught. Yeah, guys. I was like, oh my. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. I, I, let me, I can I just it. say my whole thing real quick? Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Me personally, if I I'm not gonna allow my kids to be friends with anybody that does anything illegal because that's playing with their life. That's not just playing with your freedom. That's playing with your life. It is. Yeah. That's playing with your life because I sure. just witnessed somebody get shot five times. Mm-hmm. That's close. That's close to me. They just got shot five fucking times. For that's the energy mm-hmm. you're around. The energy that, that that person is that person is probably one of the sweetest person I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Be so sweet to a person I love. That person is treated the person I love ever so good, so amazing. They treated me amazingly, mm. but they got shot five times because that's the energy they're around. Yeah. So it no matter no matter if the person no matter if the if the my son or daughter is hanging out with a person that has a job, they got a car that has a job, plus they trap. You know you can't be around. That's playing with your life and your freedom. Yeah. If you ever seen people get caught up in a trap house, everybody going to fucking jail. Everybody, they uh, don't, yeah. they don't weed the shit out. They don't say, yeah. they don't say, oh, if you just here buying drugs, they don't say, oh, where you just here passing yeah, by, is this your brother? They yeah. don't say, oh, is this your mom? Everybody I mean, they fucking do going to jail. Just for the sake of knowing, but they're everybody still going, going to jail down. still. Yeah, everybody's still, going, still going to jail. They're just going to be asking questions. That's when you, that's when you go, <laughs> deny, deny, deny. So but that's anyway. why I try not to be um, friends or be around people like that. Yeah. Because you're playing with your life, your freedom. And I completely understand that, but I, me personally, like to answer your question, Star, if my daughter came to me and said that, that, you know, oh, I'm attracted to this, um, this dude who, you know, he sells drugs. Okay. So my, 
I automatically ask her, all right, well, if you wanted further talking to him, I'm not going to say you can't talk to him, but I'm not going to say that until, like, I'm not going to give you a verdict until after I speak to him. Mm-hmm. I have to talk to him myself, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell him, you know, hey, this is my daughter. I care about her a lot, blah, da 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 But there are going to be some rules, like, okay, you're really not allowed over there type shit. Ain't no smoking in it. Well, I probably not even going to say no smoking in the house because I probably want her doing it in my in my. Vicinity. Yeah, where you can control. Yeah, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, I feel you. And um, you know, it it would of course be boundaries set. If um I agree, I mean, if I uh am okay with it, but overall, if I'm not, if he's selling Zans or something like that, then I'm like, all right, so if you get caught up for real, for real, mm-hmm. you're going down bad. Like nah, like either tell him to stop, or if he's not stopping, then you really can't talk to buddy no that more. That nigga definitely not stopping. Fuck you talking about, what the fuck your dad talking about? This is my money. This is how I bring money in. This is how I buy, this how I buy you shit. This is how I buy my mama shit. This is how I buy me food. This is how I buy my little hey, sister and, food. And I'm, hey, and ain't nothing wrong with that. You got to get your money however you get it, bro. But I'm not going to let you get your money, and then you get caught up, and then my, my fucking daughter's with you, and she caught up too. But let's just, you're putting yourself in that situation. I wanted to flip this whole thing to put it back on you. Yeah. You put yourself in this situation. I, I love you. I can say that on, on mic. Yeah. I love our respect and I care about you. I don't want you to get caught up. Yeah, for real. For you to be in jail. Nigga, I know I, you don't do that. I love you too, by the way, bro. Hey, hey, appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. We a hug after this. Mm-hmm. Is this room too goddamn small to be yeah, hugging? Hey, man. Mike is in my way. On a counter note, tell black men, tell black other black men that you love them and give them hugs. We, we got to start being more emotional and... It, it, don't, it don't matter to show nigga love, nigga. Show, show motherfuckers it's love. free to show niggas some love. Show, show motherfuckers some love. Wabbledy dabbledy. <laughs> Wabbledy dabbledy. <laughs> Bruh, he tries so hard not to laugh because he's he like, bro. But yeah, man, it's just like I don't want to see you get caught up. Yeah. Because the trap is the trap is the trap, but the trap is also other shit too, which I also want to get into. If, okay. My bad. I don't, I'm not sure if you was done talking. About. You got a question? Um. I mean, I, I I basically answered the question. I had a question for like when y'all get just to about wrapping this conversation up because I don't want to interrupt what any other thing that y'all had to say. Uh-huh. Oh, I was just about to talk about like other forms of the trap. Like oh, the no, school, like, could, I, I like the school could be the trap. Like the gym could be the trap. Let me, let me ask this question first. Okay. Because one of the things that y'all said in the beginning, well, one of the things that you said specifically, uh, Azim, was the fact that sometimes the urge to go trap or go be with people that trap comes from boys that don't have father figures so it made me think like it just posed a question in my head like how do how what if what if this boy has two moms what is he supposed to do at that point Mm-hmm. Like I, I thought about it, and I'm not thinking. I'm not saying like, oh, you said something wrong or anything like that. No, no, no. It just really made me think about that family dynamic because we talked yeah. about. You said uh, a boy doesn't go out in the street looking for his mother. So if the boy has two mothers, you know, we talked about this before. How there are certain things that a woman can't really do for her son. You know what I mean? Yeah. Regardless yeah. if she is masculine presenting or not. Yeah. Uh, that's something that can I she have... can she go in the bathroom with him? Yeah, a men bathroom with him? Oh well, that's that's a good reason to have gender neutral bathrooms. That now is because true. That doesn't. A lot of people think that, that gender true. neutral bathrooms affect transgender people, but nah. it really would help um, just all the LGBT community. But mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, that's off topic. But I was just saying, like, this is something that I've thought. Hard that about. little kids, my bad. You know, like little kids gotta use yeah, the there, bathroom. Yeah, there are gender neutral bathrooms mm-hmm. already. There are mom bathrooms already, where family bathrooms already, yeah. where people could do that. So 
but you know it, it is what it is but um it made me think about that because with me being the way that I am we yeah. talked about this on the mic or whatever I you know that is a that is a strong possibility that we don't first of all we don't know where this life's gonna take us mm-hmm. you know so there's a strong possibility that I could end up with a woman and I don't know like I don't know how and what if I have a son you know what I mean and that like how how are me and this person this hypothetical person how are we supposed to raise this, this son into like yeah, a that is something that I think her, I'm telling you right now hypothetically speaking in my perfect world like mm-hmm. let's say like our relationship doesn't work out or something like that mm-hmm. and I end up with a woman I'm going to Zim he's gotta be he's gotta be the mentor <laughs> for my child like you have to use, yeah but <laughs> like cause see I know like I know he I look at I love him I think he's a upstanding guy mm-hmm. I think he has really 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 good I second morals. that I second and that and I would hope in this perfect world in my head like we're still good friends like we're like best friends I'm now like, fuck that shit I'm like yo oh, I got a son oh, I only know one way like, to be and that's like, the dog like it's like oh I got a <laughs> I son just said now. It. Like, my you thing be the godfather <laughs> you know what I mean like you be the goddad like I, I would want that in my perfect world but of let's course. say like I'm like I can't help it I'm I've been told that too you know what I mean yeah but that's that's not this world that like but I don't think I don't think um Having two moms would like, do you think like you? Would I don't like, think. I don't, wait, finish what you're about to say. I was gonna say like having two moms and having that absence of a father figure, a like a real father figure. Mm. Like, that's gonna drive. That's gonna drive that that kid one or two ways to the streets or to a to a good mentor. Mm-hmm. Because that's but that's either way it goes. If you even if you have a dad, yeah. Because your dad might not be shit. You might not every. You might not even have a, a relationship with your true. dad. Yeah. But you yeah. still want that relationship, that mentorship. So mm-hmm. you're either gonna go to a good place of mentorship, or you are gonna go to uh, a mentorship that just what that what you want, what you a mentorship like that, that came from the same shit that you're dealing with. Yeah, because if you think about niggas that's in the trap, are just the same thing that that little boy is, what that is little it? boy that didn't get mentorship. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, yeah. For a, yeah. So the the yeah. dude, the little boy that's gonna go to the trap and look for a mentor is going to get a mentor that was looking for a mentor how he ended up in the trap. Mm-hmm. He ended up in the trap because he was looking for a mentor and then the person he mentors is going to go to the trap. It's a fucking... A it's cycle. A, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. So I think if, if somebody got two moms or not, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think it's about having male a male presence. I think it's about having a mentor. Mm-hmm. Right, but I'm saying like you don't think because he has two moms, like you don't think he's gonna get to a point where like he's having puberty or going through puberty and stuff like that. And he's like, you don't know what I'm. Shut going up, through. mom! You don't got a you dick. A you can't go into you the men's I mean? bathroom, mom. Or is, <laughs> how big is your dick? They're gonna have a lot of things. Like teenagers <laughs> have like this. They have it's not attached to your body. Yeah, so they're they're like there's gonna be certain things happening to their bodies, and they're gonna be like. You don't know what I'm going through. Yeah. Bro, niggas yeah, don't. That, bro, I mean, men, bro, we don't get talked to. Even if we have fathers, they don't talk yeah. to us about puberty. They don't talk to us about our penises. Most of the time, they don't. They don't. Most they don't, of the bro, time. Mo- most of the time. Only, I'm talking about 95% if they, if they of the time. Talk to you, if they talk to you about your, uh, your, you know, your dick or whatever, it's really like after. Nah, bro, after I, don't some, know if, I don't know if it's just in the black community. Nah. Uh, Why are you saying that? It? You don't think white parents and other parents are, are talking to their sons about their penises and about puberty? And I, I feel like, like they talk to their uh, Well, actually, I don't know, so. I mean, I, I can only like, speak for the black community. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I feel like white white dads talk about that <clears throat> to their sons more often than black dads. I feel like black but I feel like the margin jokes about the fact that yeah. white, white fathers and sons. Are... Yeah, I got a good ass topic for the, what we about to go into. But yeah, we can go ahead and finish this up. But um, uh, 
I feel like, yeah, like I said before, I feel like white dads do talk about um, that type of thing with their sons more than black dads. But I, I feel like the margin isn't too different. You feel me? Yeah. I feel like that's you know, why I said I don't. That's why I said I don't think so because I don't yeah. feel like the margin is too different. It's I feel like, like men are men, it's regardless like, of white or black. I feel like they're not gonna. I feel like sixty forty. I don't know. There's I just toxic feel like, masculinity in every yeah, I think oh, yeah, I think course, toxic masculinity doesn't have a race. I think toxic masculinity is a fucking disease. That shit is a disease. Because that's that what people are getting killed out here because of that shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a fucking disease. Because motherfuckers can't deal with fucking rejection. That's but, the title. Just to say, what? toxic masculinity is a fucking disease. Cool. Well, I was also had another like, one too, but we'll talk about it. I, I, I. Just like, just kind of like back to what I'm saying, like, and then we can wrap it up. Yeah. This topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just saying, like, you wouldn't feel like there would be some point where that son, that man is like, okay, I need to just talk to someone, like, man to man, like, as a man, someone that would really, really understand me, because even though my mom, you know, or even though my moms are here to understand me, Mm -hmm. or my masculine-blended mom uh, is trying to be the best Mother, father, whatever. Well, father figure for me. Basically, yes. Basically, because you have to think about it. Like, I mean, even though there are like fem fem relationships and stuff like that, like even though there are relationships like that, I mean, someone. Well, I don't know. This is a this is a stereotype, but I feel like in those relationships, whether it's stud fem stud stud fem 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 stem whatever, there's so many different mixes what you can do. Uh, in lesbian relationships, I just feel like if it's not half and half, like we're both going to try to teach our son the best thing we can teach them about a man. Yeah. One woman in that relationship, usually the dominant woman in that relationship, takes on that, this those is my son. I, I want to be able to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that that's a stereotype because it might not always be like that. Yeah, but still, uh, that's what I was saying. It just do you, like I just feel like there's going to be some point where that boy is like. All I grew up around is women. Mm-hmm. So how the fuck can they tell me? I mean, I man? feel like he won't reach that point until like he's damn near, you know, seventeen. But I honestly 18. feel like that would be good. I mean, yeah. Because I'm reading a book right now that Nipsey Hussle actually read. It's called The Way of the Superior Man, mm-hmm. and it's basically teaching you how to tap more into your fem- your femininity. If I'm saying that right, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, right. you said it right. Femininity. It, yeah, it's teaching you to tap more into that because people are either. People are either hella masculine mm. or people are either hella feminine. It's supposed to be like it's supposed to be it's a, a balance. It's yeah, it's supposed to be, to be it's game. supposed to be a complete balance. Because once you're a complete balance, then you can um, empathize more. Then you can look at situations from a better perspective yeah. because you're not just this over masculinized or over feminized person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like that would be better because that most men, sense. most men growing up, regardless if they got most niggas with one mom come out over masculine. And how are you doing that when you only have a feminine person in your life? Right. Of the other, even that, and if they go get a mentor, mm-hmm. then you have a then you have a a male figure and you have a a, a female figure. But that female figure is way more. Um, influence prominent yeah no, I'm not gonna say influence cause well, if you yeah, say influence influential I'm just gonna say prominent because they're more in your life yeah. you might not see that you go that. home to your mom every you day. go home to your mom every yeah. night so yeah so if they had two moms and they, they had two moms and that mentor yeah. then that feminine energy is gonna be way more prominent and way more influential yeah. and have way more stick on them 
than that masculine. Because most niggas come out hella masculine, hella hella toxic masculinity, hella masculine for no fucking reason. Quick, quick, quick sidebar. Yeah. You ever think sometimes that like, you know how we in this room or whatever? Yeah. You ever think sometimes they actually like listen to us and like just enjoy the podcast? They might. They might. I that like, I, you know, it's funny. I think I I used to think that when we first started doing this. Yeah. And getting into a couple of probably like I probably didn't think that starting to like last episode. Mm-hmm. I stopped thinking it mm-hmm. just because I just stopped thinking. But well, I don't know. I hope so. That's an ego driven thing to think, but still, it's still not a bad thing to think. Oh no, it's not a bad. I don't know. That thought just popped into my head, so I was just like, oh, that'd be pretty cool. But, like if one day, like, yeah, I actually do think I like your perspective on something. something. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's, shit. Dope. that's dope. That's dope. You, oh, you listening? Yeah, up. I was just thinking about what you just said, even in talking about like the balance between masculinity and femininity, and yeah. I just feel like. If both mothers have that, that uh, balance. equal balance, because mm-hmm. a lot Cause of most women do have a that. balance of masculine and masculine and feminine energy, mm-hmm. and it's so hard. you're gonna sometimes get that balance. It's hard. It's hard to communicate to men sometimes mm-hmm. because they don't have that balance of the femininity that they need. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for them to, uh, just in my experience with men talking to men on a day to day basis, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's hard to get your point across because it. It almost seems like your femininity is the part of you that is going to bring up that ability to empathize, like you just mm-hmm. said, and also bring up the ability to think outside of your own fucking Yeah, just brain. be more free in general. Yeah, and, and allow someone else's uh, opinion to be not heard. threaten you. I mm-hmm. feel like some oh, yeah. men Threatened. feel as if, well, this is getting off topic, but I'm just saying this. Uh, oh, no, you were on topic because I wanted to say something about the, the, superior, the way of the superior men. Oh, okay. I just feel like some men, just in my, okay, I grew up with all, mostly all men, okay? Mm-hmm. All of my cousins before Yanni came along were six years apart, so all of my cousins and my brother, that's how I grew up for a long time, all boys, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of uh, male influence. So uh, then, you know, dating guys and all that stuff. So I feel like with all that compilation of information and how I've grown to be and how I'm the woman that I'm still growing into there's a lot of things that i'm learning Uh and i feel like uh sometimes vocalizing the things that we learn or things that i'm learning and then also trying to uh explain some of the concepts that i learn sometimes it seems as if it goes over a lot of the men that i'm talking to kind of goes over their heads Mm -hmm. and i'm not sure if it's a thing where it's like uh are you unable to think like outside of how you think to where you can't understand what the fuck I'm saying mm-hmm. or are you choosing not to listen right are you gaslighting the fuck out of me right mm-hmm. now cause you, you you think that you're right and it's like you're trying so hard to steer this shit and be right that you don't realize that we're both right in this situation and that mm-hmm. there really is no right or wrong there's a spectrum of right or wrong and most mm-hmm. time people are not dead on either so yeah. If you're in between, yeah. what the fuck is the point of us arguing over the shit? We're both in between, so, you know. Right. I don't know. I. It's kind of weird. I feel like that femininity uh, should be brought up more in men. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we'll be able should to be have talked about better politics. You have Look at the way some of these politicians are debating with each other and even talking to the women politicians. It's, it's almost getting now. childish now, bro. Like, real shit. No, shit is childish. Because you got Donald Trump over here posting videos of um, a Muslim woman getting into Congress, which is a 
uh, achievement of hers. And that she's is amazing. Bat- two two he's, Muslim women got uh, elected. Yeah, two. So he's. I mean, he basically bashing all of them by bashing just one. Yeah. But I wanted to say, in the way of the superior man, in the introduction, it says, back in the 60s, men used to wear more vibrant colors. They would let their hair be long. And we've all seen videos in the 60s. Yeah. Those dudes had crop tops. The hippies, crop hippies top. or whatever. Yeah, the like hippies even want to say had crop tops and shit on because yeah. they were embracing their feminine side while the women in that time were trying to get bigger jobs with bigger paychecks, mm-hmm. trying to assert themselves more. Yeah. And if you look at times now, women assert themselves more. Women are more dominant. Women are chasing bags women are really they really got their feminine energy and their masculine energy balanced but if you look at men now we lost it back in the 60s we left that shit there yeah real shit dudes won't won't grow their hair out now dudes won't wear crop tops niggas can't if you see a dude in a crop top in like real talk most things gonna be like that nigga gay I'm about to say you gonna get viral because oh yeah oh that nigga gay this dude think he not gay but it's undercover that's gonna keep talking shit regardless like like, bro he can't just wear a crop top bro even with the athletes that tried to bring that whole thing back I still feel like people that were well, they could have been athletes, but I was going to say people that were non-athletic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, Ezekiel Elliott. He, he wore a crop top under his suit. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, oh, that nigga gay. Niggas can't even eat bananas out in bro, public. I don't give a fuck, That's bro. the simplest shit ever. I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm going mm-hmm. to chomp on that shit. We saw this fuck. guy oh. in this peach today on Twitter that was... Bro, that shit was annoying, bro. I'm like, like bro, it's, niggas can't really eat grown bananas. out here licking, licking innocent fruit like this, bro. Wait, you know, what? You know how people... Um, I mean, you know, he was like basically giving the peach head. Yeah, you know. Shit, what's wrong with that? I mean, bro, <laughs> you, said what? you got better shit. To you got to practice bro. at one point. <laughs> you got to get your practice in. Hell yeah, I do practice when I'm, you know, when I'm there. When okay, I'm on the train, when I'm on the train, I got a pizza. You just gotta, if you just sitting there, you. Just... Okay. <laughs> this man. <laughs> you got it, bro. You got look at Starface. You got to get your practice in at one point, but no, nah, that shit did. That shit would be kind of weird. Don't, but niggas don't taking the simplest this. thing <laughs> of eating a banana. Oh, nigga, you got to break that banana off because you eat like that. That's gay. <laughs> he go like this. Nigga playing dice with it in his hand. No, nah, if you break the banana off and you jiggling your hand, you're jiggling balls. Let's just say it like that. Because everybody think everything fucking gay. Damn. Oh, yeah, you jiggling a nigga balls. Wow. What? I had to take that word out of my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. It's all right. We're going to yeah, work on because, it. Uh, let me Shit. just say that. I know you're strong. Oh, bro, it's all good, bro. We work, bro. You got to grow, oh, bro. You ain't no yeah. yeah. You good? Say, I'm so... You're going to get around somebody one day, and they're yeah. going to knock the fuck yeah, out of Yeah, they're going to they gonna get me right, bro. Remember Troy? Bro, you Troy can fucking crazy? fight. Bro, I'm real cool with him. That's wild. But, um... He got, he got muscles, Yes, bro, Troy ain't got big body, bro. Buff. Yes, he, Troy is big bro, body. Say bro. some yeah, shit like that, and one of these guys... I remember that. I remember one day in middle school, he had tried putting himself onto me. I think he had touched my butt. Like he was sitting, by, he was sitting behind me mm-hmm. in class. <laughs> yeah, like tickled my butt. I was like, "Oh nah, dog." Turned around. He tickled your butt. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, real shit. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm not gonna cap, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing this to the people. <laughs> I love doing this to the people. Just laughing and pointing. Cause that shit hurt. That shit hurt even more. Yeah, Are you laughing, pointing at me like? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that's what I do. I bet this Nigga be like, worse. niggas just get mad. Bro, but, um, I, before, I, before I started like working on myself, like yeah, last week pretty yeah. much, that shit used to get under my skin <laughs> so bad. Azim used to, I would do that even shit. say shit. I would, like, ah! Oh yeah, but she would say the simplest thing. She could have said, I just spilled some water. I would start laughing and No, please. no, there would even be times where like, maybe I didn't say shit. Maybe it was a quiet ass room and you just like, ah! Ah, bro, cause that shit like, The way bro. Bro. And I, I just feel myself just, getting mad If you listen like, on the sound of my voice right now 
if just laugh and point at somebody, they will get so that just that shit just hits different. Don't even so answer the question. Bro. Don't answer the question that they're asking, bro. Just laugh I wanted to talk about. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me. Get oh this, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. So, yeah, oh yeah, Troy, Troy, tickle your ass. Yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah, took my cheeks and I was like, oh what the fuck? Turned around. He, I saw his face and like. He was laughing like he had the face like, oh yeah, he fucking with it. Ooh, what you about to do? Oh, he fucking with it. Yeah, it looked like that's what his face was. Like, oh, you gotta assert yourself. Be like, hey, bro, nah, thank oh, no. you, oh, but I no, thank you. I definitely asserted myself. I was like, oh yeah, nah, dog, I ain't say nothing. Bow, bow, bow. Oh, oh you just started hitting him. Yeah, bro, real shit. Bro, I, no, <laughs> listen, I didn't punch him in the face though. I hit him in the chest three times because I actually fought with him. <laughs> so I was like, oh, bro, I, like I guess he just didn't Damn, know. You kind of sunned him a little bit. That's what you do, to your son. Bro, I was like, do, do, do. I was like, yeah, I'm not that? with that shit, bro. I'm not with that? that shit. He started laughing and he stood up. And he was like, nigga, laughing at you, like he was laughing, but he could like he was like, oh shit, he don't fuck with it. But I can tell you felt it because he did this. Nigga, laughing at you like Goku when somebody just hit him with a right ass shot. It felt like if I was like, bro, I don't give a fuck. We can fight if you want to. I don't care if you win, bro. I'm still going to fight regardless. That's hard. Like, that's hard. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it, bro. What were you so, going to yeah. yeah, I would, yeah, nah, I, I definitely would hit him, too. You can't just go around tickling butts. Yeah, that's all. Like, yeah, you, you, you can't gotta, just tickle my butt You got to like know that. you can't do that to me. Some of y'all men need that shit. Some of y'all men that are out here assaulting women need that to happen mm-hmm. to you. Facts. So above dude, like, so yeah. Yeah, mm. what's up? Some of y'all niggas out here that's assaulting women need to go to prison. Somebody uh, need what's to, up? Somebody need they to hold need... you down. <laughs> hold you down and fucking get all in that ass. That's what needs to happen. <laughs> they need to get all in that ass. <laughs> Bruh. But I wanted to talk about fucking, you know, little little white boys and little black boys. I wanted to talk about the bonds that the friendships they create when they're little. Mm-hmm. Because little white boys, they 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 stay tight ass friends till they like they they stay tight ass friends till they get older. But it seems like little black boys, we don't stay tight ass friends. Like we lose that friendship bond very ever so quickly. Mm-hmm. Cuz even with um even with like even with the story you just told us when you tickling your butt, you and Troy could have been good as friends and he could have I mean, did we that. Are, we still friends now. But okay, cool yeah, cool. Let's just, but let me use this as an example. Let's mm-hmm. say y'all weren't. Yeah. Little white boys, bro, they be grabbing, bro, they be grab, bro, they grab yeah. each other's dicks, yeah. asses, just, and they be playing around, know, punch each other, and they be like, and they be the best of fucking they friends. They do. They really do. Not to say that like, I want to tickle a nigga ass or some shit yeah. or, or grab a nigga dick. It's just different. But why I don't can't, know why, though. Yeah, I'm t- I want to speak about that difference. Mm-hmm. That difference in between black boys being hyper masculine and then okay. white boys kind of they, they that, get that in there kind of f- have that balance yeah they have, they have they, that balance they grow yeah. up maturing that balance instead of like me realizing I have an imbalance at a, at a later age and mm-hmm. then starting to uh, make that balance yeah. you know what I'm saying so but I want to speak about that maturing that imbalance as they I uh, wish we had grow. a white person here right now that maybe could speak on that real shit but um I mean I think that really goes back on like you know when we was talking about how we think that white dads talk to uh yeah their, I was just thinking their that. kids about yeah. um the dick and everything or like basically just like the talk yeah they probably do that earlier or they're just more aware of it you know what I'm saying and white kids they grow up like they grow up way more playful I guess uh, I'm not gonna say that because I mean children in general are just playful as fuck I don't think that's necessarily like a race yeah thing. but when I th- when we just said that I thought about one time where I went to a baseball game and little white kids, the way they interact with each other, mm-hmm. it's almost like, um, it's almost no boundaries. There are boundaries, yeah. but there's not. And then, like, I can show you a video on my phone right now of little black kids fighting mm-hmm. because their boundaries were so set and so hard as little yeah. kids. Yeah. 
And then when they get older, those boundaries, those walls just grow. I'm about to say, they just get thicker. Thicker, thick, thick as fuck. They get thick like Megan Thee Stallion thick. Or they like get, Star McClinton thick. They, they, nah, I'm going to rep for mine. Shit. I'm getting there, you guys. She getting there. We good. Shit. I, I, he said, nah. Did you hear that? Yeah, I was like, nah. They, they, you thick. Don't get me wrong, but. Oh, damn. Shit. You looking at my girl ass. Take it outside, nigga. Fuck you talking about. This nigga getting oh up. God. This nigga getting up. <laughs> nah, but yeah, so. <laughs> I just wanted to say. If I was a girl, how you say thank you to that? Nigga tell you thick. I mean, that's like a compliment, bro. Said. Yeah, but. That, I don't know. It's not like I said it in braces. Like, ooh, you dick. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's fucking like <laughs> nigga face. Yeah, it's just like, a compliment. You just take the compliment. Yeah. Like, you just take it. Like, I was gonna say something, but I mean, what am I? Listeners are, oh, no, you... listeners are gonna think I'm bitter, but I'm not bitter if I say this shit. But I, I'm not even gonna fucking say it because they're gonna nah, say, say it. Say it bro. You know, because he was like, "How do you just take that compliment?" I was gonna say it just like how you called Maya a quarter on the last episode. She was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh thanks." Okay, she better. I'm just playing. No, no, no. You know, I, I understand. Now I understand. Yeah, yeah. I understand. I heard that shit. I was like, "Okay." So what am I? Am I a quarter? Or nah, you two a dollar, nigga. See, this is, they're going to be like, she is a curious You are four for four. My hey, my girl ain't insecure. She's a very beautiful, beautiful woman. She really is. We got beautiful black queens on our podcast. What you got? Your mama spoiled to... like milk, oh, bitch. All right. I want Unless to... you black. Oh, fuck. Okay. Even if you white. I mean, you're. <laughs> the thing about it is, I want to say, like, on this topic, I want to say that I don't really think that it has anything to do with, like, there being a father figure in the house for white guys. I really just think that it comes down to them being more comfortable in their sexuality than black yeah. guys are. Yeah. Because I feel like black guys grew up in a house where, even even with their cisgendered straight mothers, mm-hmm. they come up in the house where it's still a very homophobic thing. And I feel like in white, I don't, I don't know, I can't really speak on this, but I feel like in the white community, maybe uh, being gay is a little bit more accepted because it's really not accepted anywhere. That's still not a yeah. norm globally, but black people are known to be very, very, very yeah. closed off, very private, and very homophobic. Yeah, they're more likely to be to accept the fact that you're, um, you know, like you come out as lesbian and or gay yeah. than like, you know. Yeah, just, you ever seen that video on Twitter of this white boy? He's like, oh, man, I want to tell you, you got a great ass. <laughs> and the dude's like, hey, man, I haven't heard that. Thank you. Hey, yeah, and it's another, dude, it's two yeah, white boys. Yeah. We, it's, it's so funny. Me and Star watched that same video mm-hmm. fucking yesterday, the actual uh-huh. whole video. Yeah. And then he said that same thing. The dude wasn't black, so he wasn't black, but I'm not mm-hmm. sure what he was. He yeah. was probably like a Hispanic or... Yeah, he was Hispanic. He looked like it. He said that he said the same thing. He said, "Hey man, you got a great ass." He said, "Nigga, don't try me on that shit, nigga. I'll beat your ass." La- walking away laughing and like he, he wasn't example, playing. He was like uncomfortable laughter. Yeah. yeah, so that's the part of that thick wall. And it's like yeah. you look at that. And he, I don't think he ever said that to a black dude. Oh no, I think he did say it to a black dude. Black dude was like, "Get out of here with all the gay shit." That doesn't make me gay saying you have a great ass. I ain't it? That's like me saying, "Hey, bro, you got some nice arms." Or you got, bro, look at your yeah. abs, bro. Your abs hopping. Not everything is fucking gay. To be honest, but bro. But see, this is, the issue is even worse than that because by them getting offended because they think that is gay mm-hmm. just shows that it, it reiterates in other people's minds. Insecurities that, like fuck. No, it reiterates the fact that it's not okay to be gay. That's oh, what well, yeah, all yeah. that shit reiterates, and that yeah. is the main issue. Like, yes, there's an issue with hyper-masculinity and toxic masculinity and people not being comfortable in sexuality, but... The real issue all comes down to the fact that 
people don't want shit to be gay because people are not okay with people being gay. That's mm-hmm. just what that is. I will forever not understand why people can't be gay. You can't you can't sit here and say like, bro, don't don't do me like that. That shit gay without <laughs> saying without saying like you can't sit there and say that shit and then say, oh, but it's okay to be gay. Well, if it was, you wouldn't feel so on guard like right. that. Right, for so, real. Your defense wouldn't be up towards that the quote unquote that gay shit. Right. Yeah, you're comfortable <laughs> in your sexuality. What does it matter? Ain't it? Well, you guys, today's episode of Betterific Podcast was also sponsored by Anomalous Magazine. We have the CEO of Anomalous sitting right next to us. You know, you heard her smart little voice. So, Anomalous focuses on the diversity, beauty, talent, intelligence, and artistry of black and brown creatives, while allowing them to discuss topics on societal issues related to people of color and hope to dismantle destructive stigmas and concepts that affect our communities. You can find Anomalous Magazine on Instagram at AnomalMag, that is A-N-O-M-A-M-A-G, or at the Anomalous website at AnomalMag.com, where you'll be able to view each issue in full for free. Yes, for free. The magazine you get to view for free, which is amazing. Issue number six, y'all motherfuckers. I hate y'all. Why y'all always make a, y'all always make jokes bro, while like I do the joke, ads? Bro, Cause I had did this right, and she just socked my shit. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Just let me do the fucking ads, man. So, like I said, issue number six, Buttercup, is an issue on discussing the concept of sexual liberation regarding women of color. It's open for submissions right now. Oh, oh, we have a we have an announcement from the CEO of Anomalous Magazine right here. Hold on before you say anything. Let him move the mic over. Hey guys, so that submission is over. Oh well, submissions are oh. over at this point. <laughs> submissions are no longer being accepted, but, but you oh. can still go follow Anomalous and go head to their website and check out past issues and, and this upcoming can, issue. They can expect to see that at of the course. end of the month. And I just wanted to say that we talked about this before. Uh, I didn't really get that many submissions. I really only got one submission for it, but that's okay because y'all gonna see this magic. Mm-hmm. I don't push out. So expect to see me in it. I've never been in an issue, so expect to see me in it. Oh, yeah. You about to sauce up. And, Let's um, get it. Yeah. You went to buy You want to say Anomalous Be the Anomaly? I'm good. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll say it then. <laughs> Anomalous Be the Anomaly. An- anomaly. 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 Oh, thank you. I didn't know. I didn't know all that. Uh, <laughs> no, he does. Yeah. Look at you, man. Look at you. So, shit. What? Bro, why can't all niggas rap? Oh, that shit just... Hey, sometimes... Some rhythm is just... Sometimes the rhythm just isn't in you, bro. Bro, I watched a video with Vince Staples yesterday, and he was like, all you gotta do is be good at vocabulary or just up your vocabulary yeah. and know how to say sentences. And he said, it's a pretty easy occupation. I mean, generally speaking, yeah. Especially if you have rhythm, it's not hard, bro. And all black people have rhythm. So it really shouldn't be hard. It's just more so like you overthinking the situation and then you like, oh damn! You trying to compare yourself to this, and you trying to rap like this, but it's it's levels to it for sure. Yeah. Like, you can't just start off like a Kendrick Lamar. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, you just gotta like, you know, take your time with like. I personally think you should just start freestyling by yourself. That's how mm-hmm. I got my confidence of rapping in general. So once I started flowing, like once I started being able to start dropping four bars, I'm like, okay, consistently, all right, I can I can do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? So now when I'm around my homies, we freestyling shit. Either we feed off one another or they just feed off me and I'm going back and forth, you know, type shit like that. You can still learn. Every time you rap, it's a learning experience regardless. You feel me? So, yeah, it's just that. Like, I don't know, like, you know, like you, like you told me once before, every, every, uh, career, I think you say is like, uh. Uh, art or every craft you do you have to yeah. practice yeah you, yeah, you, yeah, you, you have practice. to practice whatever it be right yeah i do be out here giving advice yeah 
Yeah. I missed that whole thing. I think we was texting one day. Yeah, it was, he was, no, he it was wasn't texting. on the mic. It was texting. Yeah, we, yeah, oh. we was talking. Yeah, because everything you do, if you want to be good yeah, at something, you know, it's a craft. You got to practice. AB conversation, you know, just yeah, yeah. Go ahead and see your yeah. The walls. <laughs> go back in your fucking corner. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean it that way. <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Is that everything with the culture this week? Uh, anything, anything else from the culture this week? You want to um shit? You want to like, like? Oh yeah, yeah. Before before we have our discussion on mental health, let's get into some more music. So our next song that we're gonna play is by our boy Space S P A X E Jones, and it's called Depression Jones. And this is so funny because yeah. we said we we're about to talk about mental health. So let's get into. Depression Jones by our boy Space Jones. You can go follow him on everything at S P A X E Jones. You ever wanna die so hard that when you open your eyes and see the sunlight, that shit left your retina scarred? God's a petty man. He knows my fear for life and lack of fear for death. That's probably why I'm still alive again. This rap shit ain't taking off no time soon, man. Just counting down the days till I'm reunited with dad. The only thing I live for is depending the pad. And if that's not in God's plan, then tell him kill me instead. Depression creeping on Space Jones. Depression creeping on Space Jones. Depression it consumes Space Jones. I think depression it consumes Space Jones. Depression creeping on Space Jones. Now depression it consumes Space Jones. I can't fight it, so I'ma give in Space Jones. What am I here for, God? I hear no voice, so I say fuck it. I don't need you, God. I got space and got Jones here by my side. Me, myself, and I, and they say three's a crowd. I guess I'm living right. People just require extra energy. That space ain't got me. Even when I try to shield myself off, they don't catch a hint. Friends and family are concerned about me. They don't need this. I'm just a waste of space, and Jones know this. S P A X E, what is you on? We heard your last song, vernacular. Are you depressed, Jones? Must be rhetorical. You don't need the oracle. You lose for rig, no death. If all the bars I rap went over, you forgot who I was rapping to. A plethora of folks who want the rap they can't relate to. Space shout, enlighten you, broaden your horizons. Have y'all speak my vernacular? S P A X E, nigga, who bad is you, Jones? Depression creeping on space, Jones. Depression creeping on Space Jones Depression it consumes Space Jones I think depression it consumes Space Jones Depression creeping on Space Jones Now depression it consumes Space Jones I won't fight it, I'll let it in Space Jones gone I gave God many chances But he left me on red Space Jones and Yahweh ain't the best of friends Nor is he my next akin Yahweh why always you gotta be light skinned with my praise? That's why I stopped praying. I shall never call you out by your Hebrew name. Space is giving up on God. This don't sound so sane. Jones wasted time praying. It's still not a thing. Space is the burden on your shoulder you can't shake. Space is the volcano lying dormant till I wait. Waiting to erupt because of all the built up anger directed towards myself. Why is the gun shooting blanks? Suicide's too easy, so I guess I'll wait. Yahweh, what you doing? Just end it now. 
please don't let me down You always let me down Been stuck in the basement for too long But this is Space Jones' home now Depression creeping on Space Jones Depression creeping on Space Jones Depression it consumes Space Jones I think depression it consumes Space Jones Depression creeping on Space Jones Now depression it consumes Space Jones We won't fight it, we'll let it in Good choice Jones uh, this song Space right here is just, uh, something about my depression, Space something I'm still battling, and uh, but I've learned to accept it, so fuck it. Left Virginia just to come back home, this shit ain't working, left and right back in Marietta. This move ain't work, life don't get no better, life don't get much worse, life just stays neutral on Space Jones Earth. I got up, I find a sin. Throw it out and count again. I fuck your bitch on accident. Then I pray cause that's a sin. Thank you, God, I died as a pen. Ain't that all my niggas win? <laughs> well, that was our boy Space Jones with his song Depression Jones. Man, I thought it was a pretty good record. But let me know what y'all think. Let him know what y'all yeah, think. Uh, that's a song where he sampled. Um... Yeah. So, like we yeah. said, man, you go fuck with Space Jones, man. S P A X E. S-P-A-X-E Jones And his music sometimes He be saying He don't know if it's gonna really pop off Space shit, I think it's, I, say, I think honestly, I believe man, this shit is about to For you just now starting off. your career Like Well I'm not gonna say Just now starting career But for you The way you're producing your content And you're getting a good consistent Like 400 plays 500 plays bro Like that's good For you to be consistently Dropping songs like that bro You on to something For sure And for sure, I, I definitely think he can rap. I definitely, mm-hmm. I definitely think anybody that's my like. I think you can rap. I think Space can rap. I think Rondon can rap. You know I, what's crazy I de- about I think that? I, I, I definitely think Elena can rap. You know what's crazy about that, bro? Yeah. Like a lot of people have been DMing me like that we went to high school with and shit. Mm-hmm. All the people been saying, "Oh, I didn't know you had it in you. I didn't know you had it like this." I'm like, bro, I, I've always had it. Like no yeah. cap, I just never really acted on it. You feel yeah. me? But it's always been there, like. You just never hang out with me outside of school, like, right. talking about, bro. <laughs> and, like, nigga, I freestyle just about every other day with my bros. <laughs> that shit gonna come right. naturally. You gotta keep your, you gotta keep your tools sharp. Because people talking about, um, not bars, uh, um, Grim on the Beat, no Billy and Mandy. Mm-hmm. People was like, oh, like, that's gonna go over so many people's heads. I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Like That shit went over my head the first time. I was like... <laughs> bro, I, the simple bar. So listen, I said I got tools like I'm Manny. Don't ask if I'm handy. Grim on the beat, no Billy and Mandy. Bro, that's gonna go over some people's head just because a lot of motherfuckers don't Handy remember. Manny. A, a lot of motherfuckers don't remember what that is, so they're gonna be like, Handy Manny. Bro, that's just like that. Bro, that's kind of like a two chains for like two chains. Sometimes mm-hmm. he says big words, mm-hmm. but those shits mean the simplest things. Oh yeah, of course. And sometimes he says the simplest bars, yeah. like in his song NCAA. Bro, that's my fucking favorite song right now. Cause he talks about um, how the NCAA is doing kids wrong. Yeah, he's uh, at one point he said, "I got more crab legs than Jameis." You remember when Jameis oh, yeah, Winston stole them yeah, crab yeah. legs? <laughs> I got more crab legs yeah. than Jameis. Like, bro, yeah. come, that's bro, that's your heart. And then fucking when he say, "If I drop forty today, you don't care if I eat. You don't care if I ate." Like most niggas in the NCAA, they don't care if you eating. They just want you to get this, to get these points. Yeah, he said, "We going to the tournament. We gonna need you there." And then he like, "I got more crab legs than Jameis." He said, he said Manziel had the highest selling jersey. LeBron James moved back to Cleveland. He said Drake made a song about a nigga he ain't even working. Mm. Johnny mm. Manziel not even working right now. Mm. And he had the highest paying selling jersey yeah. at one point in time. So there's some simple bars that get his shit. Yeah. So why niggas can't rap? 
I don't know. That's my answer. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, sometimes you got to think about it, like, you know how literature is hard for some people? Literature is very hard for me. I'm about to say, like, but that's the thing right there. Like, just the fact that literature is hard for some people is even harder for them to make a fucking poem. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, I feel, oh, I definitely feel yeah, that. Yeah, so, like, yeah, and, you know, rap is basically another form of poetry. Yeah. So, you know, there there's that, too, and I've, I've never, never had a problem with any literature or making poems. I kind of, like, grew up doing that, you feel mm-hmm. me? Because I was always good with making my own stories, and I had, I've always had a great imagination and was lucky enough to be able to express it. I yeah. just can't draw, but I can do just about everything else. I just, I fucking, I can't fucking draw. Bro, I don't, I don't think certain people can draw, but fucking, as we're going to talk about mental health right now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so... Do you feel like your rapping is an escape for for your mental health that you might deal with? It's not or what mental health do you deal with? It's more so like a um for what mental health do we deal with for me mental health? I know yeah mental health. It's I know this is kind of cliche to say. Well, I feel like it's cliche to say now because everybody named Mama saying it. But like you know, I, of course I deal with like depression, and I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I don't know. If, I really only feel it at night. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It only really hits me it's just, at night. It's a study to say when like night hits it, when it's like nighttime and it's dark and it's cold, oh. you you feel like more sad and mm-hmm. yeah, depressed. Yeah, there's this thing called seasonal depression. Yeah, I am your mental health advocate. Uh, but yeah, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, there's this. Uh, there is a condition called seasonal depression. A lot of people get it in the winter time. Uh, scooch. Oh shit! Hold, Hold on, guys. We gotta fix the mics here. Technical difficulties. Don't pull me. I'm little. I know it, but just don't pull me. Sorry. Anyway, you're my I was son. saying I that there's this. Like oh, all right. I was saying that there's this. Um... <laughs> I'm like this dude out, bro. All right. <laughs> well, let's not do that. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, no. There's this condition called seasonal depression. A lot of people get it. It's in mm. the winter time, and the reason why you're getting it is because there is a lack of sunlight, and the sun can basically uh, the sun gives us the vitamins that we need or some vitamins that we need, mm-hmm. and in doing that, it can also, uh, like, send certain endorphins to our brains, pretty much, or, like, raise, I think, serotonin levels. Don't yeah. Double-check me on that. Or dopamine levels, I think, one or two. Yeah, dopamine. Yeah, it's, dopamine it's dopamine that makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. They, it raises that, pretty much, for you. Yeah. Sunlight, uh, being outside. That's why a lot of a lot of these, sometimes, I don't want to say they're fake, but a lot of these mental health, other mental health advocates will tell you, like, you don't need to take your medicine or talk to anyone or yeah, talk to a therapist. just go outside. Just go outside. And sometimes that works, but it doesn't work for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, go ahead. You're saying you're dealing with depression, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, really, it's like depression. And uh, it's not as serious as it was like when I was younger, but... I still deal with some anger issues. Like, mm-hmm. I do have some anger issues. Like, sometimes I do catch myself getting mad. I'm like, bro, I'm just playing a fucking video game. I, mm-hmm. I shouldn't be mad like this, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. I shouldn't be ready to punch somebody in the fucking face just because I'm losing in the game, bro. I should just go do something else, like work out or some yeah. shit like that. You mm-hmm. feel me? Definitely, yeah. You're saying that it's not as bad as it used to be uh, when you were when you were a child, but the fact that that has morphed into anger or... Um, expressed itself more as anger Mm -hmm. just means that to me it just means that you just repressed it down so much and suppressed it down that you don't think it's as bad as it was when you were a little kid but if you haven't changed your environment i guess i'll say on it there's no way that it could be better because you you just now saying that makes me think like yeah you're right like Mm -hmm. hmm i used to get like when i well when i was younger getting angry at video games meant me breaking up controllers or me 
uh, throwing shit around or blah, 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 blah. And I actually do that shit, like, just about every time I play the game, you feel me? The only reason I say it's not as bad now is because, like, it don't happen like that every time I play the game, you mm-hmm. feel me? But, like, I mean, <laughs> it should have been two days ago. I threw a fucking uh, a empty bowl. It was, like, cereal. Well, you know, empty bowl of cereal mm-hmm. that was cereal in there. I just threw that bitch across the room because I had lost. I was like, bro, fuck. Fuck this shit. And I thought about it. I was like, bro, I'm going to turn this shit off. They just made me do some wild shit. <laughs> like, that shit is retarded, fit- bro. I feel you on that, cause when I was younger, I used to, I, I, I ain't never been one to throw some shit that I, like. I don't even try to bag on you right now. I ain't never been one to throw some shit I like. Yeah. Just because I mean I like food, so I'm mm-hmm. not gonna throw my food. I like mean, that one time where no I got mad at James there. and I threw, and I hit, I hit his spaghetti down yeah. and then he hit mine down. I got mad as fuck cause you hit my spaghetti down. <laughs> like yeah. that, that 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 was the whole thing. So yeah, that and other game shit. But I still, I mean, I still my anger is really like calm down like a lot because mm-hmm. I used to get like mad mad and I would be mad at everybody anything yeah, and shit like that and I mean I'm not gonna lie I still deal with like really bad spurts of like anger mm-hmm. and really bad spurts of like uh, moodiness and shit like that mm-hmm. and yeah I deal with that and then my way of getting past that would be working out but it seems like now my shit has gotten so bad to where I don't have the motivation to even work out. Bruh, I was so my shit would like be amplified. That. Like Fuck, I was just like that. Like, um, yeah. my shit would be like that. So, like, like I just got a new box and uh, a box, a new uh, heavy bag. Yeah. So, hey, good shit. I want to use that as a an outlet for me to learn how to box real good. And that can be my outlet for, like, my anger or irritation, stuff like that. Oh, shit, you can just start boxing, nigga. Hey, I mean, I've been bo- but that's the thing. No, I'm talking about, like, actually, like, getting the ring. And oh, no, that's, no, 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 I'm all right. I'm all right. I don't really. I don't want to start really boxing because oh. one. I mean, I would have to get my knee fixed first. So if we're gonna be technical, I gotta get my knee fixed first. Oh, yeah. And then two. I mean, I, I, re- I don't want. Yeah, if no. I wanna, if I wanna be good at something, I want that to be my career. Okay. Almost. So I would. I would dedicate everything to boxing. Yeah. And I. I, I mean, I don't really. I just want to learn. I just want to be better at boxing and my hands, just in general. Yeah, I feel that. I feel so that. I feel like. With my my anger, and I mean I've had a little spurts of depression here and there, mm-hmm. and Stark can attest to that. Mm-hmm. That has really affected my outlet for kind of turning the volume of those things down. Yeah. So that's how I feel about. What do you mean when you say that? Um, basically, if when I get upset or something, if my outlet was working out mm-hmm. in boxing, um, it has gotten so bad to where. It has affected my overall mood about working out mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I'll say, "Oh, I'll skip today," or I will, or I'll just not work out today. Mm-hmm. And they say something will happen. I'll be, it'll be amplified. Mm-hmm. So instead of me using the outlet, so, to t- so like you will feel that bad after you like after you got done boxing or whatever. You like, damn, I like I don't feel good. And then something bad happens, and it just makes that that feeling that you already felt ten times worse. No, I feel uh, like he's like, I'm sorry, I'm just we're like speaking for you. My bad. Oh no, no, I'm you just can say, so. Yeah. Oh, you. Would. I want to like interpret and see if my interpretation. Okay, no, yeah, yeah, right. yo, go, go. Like, it's like let's say like he was planning to work out. Mm-hmm. Something happened. And now he's moody, mm-hmm. or he's in a mood, and he's like, I don't even feel like doing that shit. Mm-hmm. And that in itself makes his motivation less amplified in itself. Mm. The fact that he didn't even want to do it, and let's say something else happened, he like, I don't even feel like doing shit no more, like, at all. Am I right or am I wrong? You you right at, at that point, and then say something happens where I get angry. Mm-hmm. That all just, it's a snowball. 
All right, so yeah, that's what I was trying to do. On fire. Can I like suggest something to help you with that? Well, no, see, you yeah, def- I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna. Y'all can definitely suggest so, stuff. I'm open to suggestions. All right, so basically, because I was dealing with like pretty much the same shit you were dealing with, mm. because I know I had took I took a step back from wrestling for a while, and like when I took a step back, well, my initial thought process was when I first did it, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm gonna get in the weight room, I'm gonna stay in the weight room, I'm gonna still I'm gonna do that and get my grades up, blah mm-hmm. blah blah. But what I was doing was I was not, I just didn't go to the weight room, bro. Yeah. I just didn't, bro. Yeah. And after a while, and I, I don't know why, it was just something that, like, because at first I was like, okay, I'm going to sit out for like two, three weeks to let my body heal because, you know, wrestling every fucking day at a high level, that that fucking tears your shit down, bro. Mm. So, look, I'll put it to you like this. One season of wrestling adds like five years to your body. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's why you also, uh, you got to do like, instead of, because a thing I've seen is, what us as athletes, what we don't have to do is we don't necessarily have to full-fledged do our entire craft that same day. You don't have to wrestle every day intensely. You can work on little... Oh, yeah. I mean, One I day know. intensely, and then the second day, do a little mobilization training. Same thing for me. I can work out hella but hard. my coach don't think like that. See, and that's, and that's the bad part, because you're adding... You're, you're tearing your body up when you can tear your body up for... You can exhaust your body for one day. Oh, yeah, for Next sure. day, come back and work on That's little why I be technical shit. my shapes. days off. Yeah. I don't be... Hey, like, shit, you be mad, bro. Like, I know my body. Yeah. You tell me, okay, don't listen to it. Like, it's just this and that. I know what you're feeling. No, the fuck you don't because you're not my body. Like, Yeah, because dudes in the UFC don't even wrestle full-fledged every day. Fuck no. Boxers don't box... And when they sparring, they don't spar every round. Yeah. They throw somebody else in there to fucking spar for them right. and then they come back in and they okay cool let me get my round in yeah let me finish though so um, yeah, your so basically what I, I had really just like once I had realized like bro I'm really not going to the gym mm-hmm. I didn't really notice I was getting muscle mass but I was like bro I haven't gotten any fucking bigger you feel me so I'm like bro I, I told myself I was gonna put on some fucking weight I need to put the on some muscle it's opposite for me niggas telling me I'm getting bigger yeah hey hey <laughs> oh, I, no, I just I wanted to put you, that out there. I said, when I tell you, bro, like you, you're gonna like. So basically, what I did was, I was like, all right, so why did I even take a step back in the first place? Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck did I want to do? Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's what I wanted to do. And I'm like, all right, so what are my actual goals in my entire life? I just really broke it bare bones down. I had to break it all the way down. And once I broke it down, and I like, I looked at how far I've come. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro. If I just stop now and like just foil this right. opportunity, right. I'm really gonna fuck myself up for real. Right. Even after I done fucked up a little bit before, like it, I realized that you know me getting caught up the day after my birthday, it was a it was a little hiccup. It wasn't as big of, as a hiccup as I thought it was. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So once that like I had really got past that and realized that okay, I didn't really get my shit in gear for what I want accomplished because like my dreams are aren't that far. Like the the reality of my dreams possibly failing isn't that far away. You feel me? And yeah. the fact that I realized that, I was like, holy fucking shit, I got to get on my shit. So I just started, remember what Amaya was talking about, that episode, like affirmations? Yeah. Just speaking that shit, bro. I had, yeah, I, I've been doing that woke, I was more. like, bro, I have to go to the gym today. Like, I got to go to the gym. I got to go to the gym. And I started, <laughs> I was going to say I was going to start on the Tuesday, I mean, a Monday, but I started on the fucking Tuesday. Mm. Well, no, Wednesday, my bad. I started on the Wednesday. And it's just been like that. I just been going to the gym like that consistently. That's why I was in here saying that my titties hurt. Because I was like, bro, I was working on I was working on my chest and shit. But, you know, like, that helps me, like, just saying it, saying what you want to do on a day-to-day basis, 
it doesn't just mean like what you want to accomplish. Like, well, it does mean what you want to accomplish. Anything that you want to accomplish, but just literally wake up and say that shit. It doesn't matter if you put that in the notes and you just read it off out loud. It don't matter, bro. Like, bro, it really does help to say it. And then the first day I did it, I was like, oh my god, like this is my first time doing something that like all on me. Like, this is all me. And, like, it just gave me even more confidence. It got me more inspired to do it the next day, the next day, the next day. And I'm just now starting to hit that little bit of a wall where it's like, damn, I think I should take a few days of this week off. And I'm like, mm, nah, I'm, I'm going to still go in the weight room. I'm going to do different shit. Like, I'm going to stretch yeah. more. I'm going to do more mm-hmm. locomotive things instead of yeah. just not, not just lifting heavy, yeah. you feel me? Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just those little walls that's going to come and hit you. You got to think your way around them. You feel me? Still say that what you want to get accomplished, and then you'll... Naturally, for me, the compromises just come. Once mm-hmm. I, cause I, every day I wake up, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do in the gym today? What am I going to do this today? Okay, I got to study this. I got to, um, when am I one step on the mat type shit? Like, I got to I gotta get back to the mat. I, I can't lose no more. I don't want to lose yeah. anymore, bro. I'm mm-hmm. sick of losing. Even though losing is good because you learn from it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't want to lose. You feel me? So, like, that's my thing. I want to say... Even in everything that he just said, do you feel like that will help you? That, yeah. Because, I, the, like I told Amaya, I don't speak shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I can get on I get on my Instagram, I get on these platforms, and I talk. Mm-hmm. I talk, talk. Mm-hmm. I talk. But when I'm by myself and I got to get shit accomplished, I don't speak at all. I'm a mute. Like, I'm, I'm a dead ass a mute mm-hmm. when I'm by myself and when it comes to that shit. Like even that day, I I I'll, transparent. One day I one day I was about to get up and uh, do all my shit, and I started watching this Muhammad Ali motivational video that I watch every time I feel down, and I ain't watching a minute, mm-hmm. and I was crying. And I just got a writing on that board, and that was that writing that you saw the one day mm-hmm. when it says get when they say get the fuck out of this hole. Yeah, if you can get out, you will be great. Definitely, bro. Definitely. I wasn't saying anything. Yeah, I'm sitting there crying. Just writing a mute. I'm not saying all. I'm not saying anything. I mean, it's anything. still good to write it, even if you writing it every day. That's still good. You let me feel just me? say. Let me just step in. Um, with me, <laughs> with me, like I've been in your space for two weeks now. Mm. It might look like I wasn't doing shit, but uh, I like to observe. Even if I'm on my phone, you don't know what's really uh going through my head. You know, you don't know what I'm really looking at. Mm. You do speak, but when you speak, the things that come out of your mouth, like you said, we're being transparent, the things that come out of your mouth, when they're not on your platform, when you're not trying to empower other people, when you're not doing that, the things that come out of your mouth when it's me and you about yourself is dark. Everything that comes out of your mouth is extremely negative. And Amaya shed a lot of light on how you could change that around and I say I tell you this a lot so I want to talk about this today because I feel like it's been a heavy week it's been a heavy couple of weeks even with like all the Nipsey stuff so I feel like some people might be finding themselves down in a yeah. in a spiral now because he might have been you know a, a catalyst for a lot of people but um I wanted to say like if you feel like, if Amaya can come and sit, and I know y'all went in the same room, but if Amaya could come and sit essentially here and tell y'all that speaking will help manifest energy, whatever mm-hmm. energy that you're putting into that, your words, it will help manifest that. The things that you say that come out of your mouth, 
is negative mm. when you are alone, when you're not talking on Instagram or Twitter or on whatever else. That energy, you spoke that, so that is what you're manifesting. Yeah. You're saying, that is you're true. saying, Jason is telling you, say what you need to do, say what you're going to do, say what you need to get done. You say the things that you don't want to happen. Like, I'm not going to get into Oh, my God. No, but I'm just... Bro, if you ever fumbled it, bro. No, let me, let me finish. Man. Let me finish. She's amazing. I'm dead. You... <laughs> Thanks. She is amazing. But listen, like, I'm saying, I sit with you. And for someone, I'm just being honest with you, because I know how it feels. You were there with me at that Austin State. You were there with me at West Georgia when you would have to... I, I slept in the bed with you at West Georgia because I knew that I wasn't going to get out of my own. Like... It was hard for me, especially about I'll say I'm texting, I can't get out of bed. I know what it's like to be there. I know what it's like to have no motivation. I know what it's like to sit and actually look in the mirror and tell yourself all of this shit that is so negative and then turn around and say, why the fuck can I get out of this hole? It's because every time you say something like that, you are manifesting energy that's like, okay, and it's pushing you deeper into this hole instead of manifesting energy that's going to pull you out of it. You, you see things, and we get affected by the same thing. I have a lot of empathy for you. I have a lot of empathy for everyone. We saw all those homeless people the other day over there by Grady. I felt affected by that. Mm-hmm. I really, really did. But the thing about it is, you felt affected by it as well, but you immediately spoke on how negative the situation was, and you put that energy out, and you put that energy in a space. I'm not trying to be funny, but that... that there's a science to this shit. Yes, it's spiritual, but there is a science to that. You spoke that energy in the car. No windows were down. That energy, that negative energy was sitting in there like a heat. And yes, the car was hot. But you, it was sitting in there like a heat, like this room. Mm-hmm. Because that is essentially still energy. And it was, it was, you could cut that shit with a knife, how it felt in that car, that energy. Hmm. I was, a lot of times... You think I'm being sensitive to the things you say. I'm not sensitive to the things you say. I'm more so sensitive. No, I'm more so sensitive to the energy that comes off of those things. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be like, ooh, she's a, ah. No. No, seriously. That shit affects me in a whole different level. It affects me because I care about you genuinely, but it also affects me because I don't want to associate myself in that energy because I don't want to draw myself down in it because I know that it would be hard for me to get myself out of it. And if I can't pull you out of that shit, and if I can't pull myself out of it, we're going to be fucking stuck. Mm. And we're going to be in this big-ass, morbid-ass glob, and there's going to come a point where we have no motivation. We're not going to be able to build. We have businesses together. Yeah. We have a business together. I need you at the least. I need you as a business partner to be able to think with me. You're not going to be able to think with me as best as you can when the only things that you're saying to yourself behind closed doors, when there's no one there to watch, when there is no audience, but me and you, the things that you're saying is stuff that you wouldn't really want to happen in real life. The other day you said, oh, this is an over-exaggeration. But those over-exaggerations carry a lot of energy. And we know by now that positive energy, you need like three times positive energy to fight out that negative energy. So if you say one thing that you don't want to happen, you're manifesting that shit. You just talked about that earlier. Like, you say you have someone that you love, you know what I mean? Something happened to him, something very negative happened to him because of the energy that he was around. You don't think that shit worked for real? You don't think that was something that was manifested mm-hmm. for real? Yeah, that that's a serious thing, and it's scary to watch you do. It's scary to see you get on your platforms and you talk 
and you're a positive person to everyone else but yourself. It's scary to see that. We fixing people on this damn podcast, y'all. And I wanted to talk about it because it's a hard time right now. The energy is out of whack on this earth right now because someone was cut short. Someone that was dedicated to, literally dedicated to, putting out positive positivity in our community and globally and, you know, whatever, nationally, is gone. That's a hard, hard hit in the chest for a lot of people. Hey man, R.P. Nip- <clears throat> R.P. Nipsey, man. That shit did hit me hard, bro. That so, shit really, that shit fucked my energy all the way up. That it, shit fucked me up. When X passed, bro, I was hurt. Like, I, like that was the first time I actually cried for like after a celebrity passing. Mm-hmm. I felt that way about Mac, and I feel uh, like I was saying a lot of um, I was saying to you, Azim, earlier this week when we were in the car that uh, a lot of people felt inspired out of Nipsey's death, but I didn't. Uh-huh. I didn't feel any type of inspiration because I felt like you shouldn't feel inspired because someone died. I don't think someone should have to give their life. Oh, shit. What do you want me to do? Speak up? No, it's... Look. Oh, oh no, you good, you good, you good, you oh. good, you good. Yeah. I don't think someone should have to give their life for someone else to feel inspired. I don't think that. I don't think someone should have to die for us to finally see the val- value in this person. But at the same time, then I heard Nipsey's mother speak. I heard the peace of mind that she had. And I said that that is something that I aspire to be. That that mindset mm-hmm. is something that I aspire to have. And I just, these last two weeks, I've just been observing. I've just been, I haven't been saying much. And I haven't been motivating you at all because I don't know how to do it at this point. It's hard because I feel like, if I, if I say it, or if I say what I'm seeing, with you being in that environment, it's easy for me to talk to you here because you're not in the environment that is crippling you. So generally speaking, bro, it does start with you. So mm-hmm. basically what I think what you're saying <clears throat> is the moment when you decide, okay, I'm going to start manifesting this positive energy and I'm, I'm going to get myself out of this gook, this, mm-hmm. this, this nonsense, mm-hmm. this this. You got a hole Despair, right you yeah. feel me? Mm-hmm. Once I have to start getting myself out of this hole. And once she starts seeing that and feeling that energy of you trying to get yourself better, she'll bet she'll then better be able to help you. You feel mm-hmm. me? She'll be able to help you better because now mm-hmm. she it's so much of it that she can't really she she doesn't know where to start. Yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So now so now like it's it's it starts with you. Once you start to get right, bro, like you have to just, like I said before, and like, like she said too, just take that into consideration for real. And don't be afraid to start today. Like, why not now? Yeah. That's one of my favorite quotes on the planet. Like, literally, why not right now? For real. Real shit, bro. Why I not now? I just hope, like, I hope that it sticks because I just, sometimes, you know, when you hear your significant other talking, you're like, okay. Uh, Man, that's the same I mean? thing with everything. Man, I hope, like, this Nipsey also should not just a movement and not mm-hmm. a, and not just a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I was saying, that's why I I believe everything happens for a reason. I believe when you get to this high, like, uh, uh, never mind. Let me not. Uh, I believe that sometimes. But I was getting ready to say I believe when you start trying to tune into a certain vibration or whatever you want to say, frequency or whatever, there are like-minded individuals out there that push your message, the same message that you wanted. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying this because I know that 
I pre everything that Amaya was talking about in that last episode is shit that I be preaching about, mm. and then I'd be like, oh, let me just be quiet because I feel like I'm being preachy and it's not it's not sticking. But it was good because I needed I needed someone to get that message to you, mm. and I feel like the shit that we're both doing, the things that we're both uh, into and stuff like that, that's on that same channel pretty much. Yeah. Mm. So even though it didn't come out of my mouth, you remembered it. Jason remembered it. So it was almost just as good. It was even better, to be honest with you, because it might stick better. But now that shit, I'm here... It had to have, yeah. because shit, I've been thinking about that ever since we had that episode. Right. So now that yeah, I'm here to say it, you might have think it, you might think about it. You're saying, I don't know what the fuck Jason do at home, but I've been with you for two weeks. You know what I mean? I see it. You admitted it. You don't say that shit out loud. Shit, so you addressed the problem. You, you uh, accepted the fact that it is a problem. Now it's time to act on it find a solution like you I'm said trying to before. quit coke <laughs> I'm just playing ain't yeah. it but now for real though you know what I'm saying it start eight. Hey, like I said why not you're a very light hearted individual you're not this you're not like you said after like we gonna yeah. hug after nigga no seriously I'm gonna give you that like, hug bro he will change but I don't think your spirit like I don't think the goodness of your spirit changes even when you're a baby like, the pureness I, is yeah, in there it's just covered with so much gook you know gook He's, Gook. A, he's a very lighthearted guy. Yeah, it's in there, bro. So. Well, alrighty, guys. It's been a very emotional episode. Okay. But we got yeah. other plans. But we're going to go ahead and end it off with the Fill My Pockets. I need money. So, the way to fill your pockets for this week is to win money by eating food competitively. So, the qualifications are you just got to be a human and 18 years or older. The startup cost is you just got to sign up, Ben. And potential profit is depends on where you place. So let me give you a real-life event that is coming up, and you can sign up in the deadline. I think the signing up is the 28th. So this is hosted by the Major League Eating, and they host all the Major League Eating competitions. Yeah. So this is the National Sweet Corn Eating Contest. So, like I said, the date is, I think, I think the deadline is coming up soon, but I think the day they're going to have it on is the 28th. Mm-hmm. Like the 28th of, what, what month are we in, Jay? April, April April 28th. So it's happening in West Palm Beach, Florida. Um, what they're eating is sweet corn, and the total prizes is $6,100 total prize purse, which means it's like each place goes down, you know, mm-hmm. money-wise. So major league eaters from near and far are warmly encouraged to sign up for their chance to test themselves against ears of Florida's sweet corn for over 12 minutes. So it's a 12-minute total competition, 12 minutes, mm-hmm. and you just eat as many ears of corn as you can. So ears of corn. Right. So at last year's event, Cameron Sincati of New New Jersey ate 58 ears of Florida sweet yeah. corn yeah. in 12 minutes. Uh, that was he's hold that record, and it'll be um, you can go there and try to beat his record for this year. So let me read the top prizes for you. So if you get first place, you win two thousand five hundred dollars. Mm. Second place, one thousand five hundred dollars. Third place, one thousand. Fourth place, six hundred. Fifth place, three hundred. And sixth place, sixth place. Yeah, yeah. Ah, damn! I got list now. <laughs> yeah. Sixth. Place is two hundred dollars. Yeah. So that's the way to fill your pockets for this week. Shit. Go to Florida or go to any major league eating event so and win the money six, eating. That's, that's some good money. Regardless. I mean, six sixth place, two hundred dollars. Two hundred. Hey, that's two hundred dollars you have, man. That's good. Or you can get first place and win two thousand five hundred dollars. That's some shit. 
Just for eating some corn, babe. Just, for just imagine the shit. Just imagine. What do you? Do you it's think yellow, shit, bro. Do you think it's just gonna be all corn? Because you know we don't digest corn. He gonna be shitting ears of corn. Oh my god. So moving on to <laughs> <laughs> moving. <laughs> that shit didn't sound real for a second. <laughs> when you first started laughing, I was like, "This nigga playing." <laughs> All right, but moving on to our peace, love, and positivity. Hey, we live in an era and time where peace, love, and positivity is considered corny, you know, or whack. I'm like, "Get the fuck out!" Some real evil ass shit. You know, peace, love, and positivity. We give you one tip to better our planet, and <laughs> Jason oh, gives Jesus. you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh. <laughs> like I said. We give you one tip to better our planet and one negative motivation from Jason. So the one tip to better our planet for this week is we need to better understand expiration dates. So expiration dates actually refer to the product's quality, uh, not safety. And there's a difference between the sell-by label, which is the deadline for retailers to sell the product by, and the use-by label, which is the date which the product starts to lose its quality and flavor. So don't get the two confused, because you could be actually wasting pretty good food, because mm-hmm. you're looking at a sell-by, and that's not the use-by. Right. So again, like I said, the sell-by label is the deadline which retailers actually have to sell it, so where they actually got to get it out of their place, and the use-by is when the product will, you know, start Absolutely. spoiling and start losing its quality and flavor. So stop fucking wasting food, everybody. Stop it. Learn the deadline. This is, All you got to do is look at a little thing, and it'll tell you. So this will this will lower uh, food in landfills, like the waste and shit like that, and it'll just help, you know, the planet. <clears throat> so now Jason is going to give you one short nugget of motivation. I'm finna put the longest back in I so he can fuck up. Shit. He can give all you right. one nugget of motivation. <clears throat> Either you run the day Or the day runs you Jim This nigga Rod. get all cinematic <laughs> One more time for the people in the back <clears throat> Either you run the day Or the day runs you Jim Ron Alright you guys So I just wanted to give uh, A thing for our listeners If y'all fuck with us Or you don't fuck with us It doesn't matter Whatever you're listening to us on right now, share, subscribe, rate, and review us. Please. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review and rate us because it's going to help us get more listeners. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. if you're on um, uh, Spotify or fucking uh, SoundCloud, repost. repost it and like it because it helps us. Yep. So like, Any exposure is a good exposure. It doesn't matter if you have 43 followers or 43,000 followers. Exactly. We just want listeners because they got to get this information. We're a podcast for the people. We're uncut conversation for the culture. So, man, like I said, as always, use the knowledge and topics you've learned from this episode to ask uncut, uncomfortable, uncomfortable, intelligent, intelligent, or stupid ass questions, stupid ass motherfuckers, to start your own banterific conversations. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. (laughs) This is great banter. It really is.